coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. I forgot, I forgot how it goes. It's been a while since I've done this. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. I'm you're live at six oh five. I think that's how it goes. You think this many podcasts in, you know how to start it. Well, the problem is, and everyone should be very excited because, as you could hear, to my left, possibly your right, we have once again with us the award winner, Val. Hey. I think we were just saying it's been many episodes since we've done just one like together. one together, like an original. This is like a throwback podcast, just the two of us. Ooh, if we recorded it yesterday, it was Flashback Fridays. Ooh. I don't get that. They have Throwback Thursdays. Now they have Flashback Fridays? Yeah. Do I just need another excuse to look at your old baby pictures? Like, I'm sick of seeing my friend's baby pictures. What makes me think, <laughs> makes you think I want to look at your old baby Should picture? Should we make up a new one? Like um, Sassy Saturdays, where I sass people for... <laughs> Their throwback stuff. Well, it is Saturday and we are going out later. This is there true. There is always time. Always time to get sassy. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy to have you back because I think it's been maybe four episodes okay. or five episodes since we've done one, just you and I. For sure. The last one we technically did, we had your brother Carl and his wife. I was Beth. just there in ambient sound. Yeah, you had some good points. But then after that, you did the fantastic one with Miranda, your very first solo podcast. I know. I don't think I got a chance to ask you what you how that how did it feel hosting your own episode <laughs> all by your lonesome? Well, you were with Miranda, but you were doing the hosting duty. I definitely think my hat goes out to you just because <laughs> just because it is really hard um, to steer conversation sometimes and then just keep the momentum going. The one thing I appreciate is that Miranda and I can shoot the shit forever just like mm. you and I can. So it wasn't hard once I got the flow going, but it was hard to like know how to start it off or how to wheel it back in. <laughs> That's the thing is, it's always the hardest I find to just start it. Mm-hmm. Like even today, I struggled. I'm like, how do I? I forgot what the my intro was. But now we're kind of into it. It took us what two minutes and thirteen seconds to officially get <laughs> into this, and now we'll be good to go. Yeah. I thought I thought it was a really good episode. I really enjoyed that one. Hopefully, you can do another one, maybe with Miranda uh-huh. or with another person. Or I think the girls are all getting together over the holidays, so hopefully. Um, my dear friend Lillian just mm-hmm. got engaged. Very excited for that. So she's flying back down with her fiance, um, over the Christmas holidays. So it'll definitely bring the girls back together. So maybe we can do another girl takeover. That would be fantastic. I'd be down for that. <laughs> and if you remember, we only have we only have one episode left. And spoiler alert: you'll be on the finale of the next week's episode. Wicked. If, if you remember, remind me to tell the story of the very first podcast we did and just all the troubles we had. Do you remember just... Like we had? Not the troubles we had, the troubles recording the podcast. Oh, yeah. If you remember correctly, we did not always use GarageBand. We used another device. And we technically did the first episode like three or four, maybe five times before it actually worked. For sure. We're now seasoned veterans, though. mm -hmm. So if you remember that story, I'll tell that in the last episode as like a teaser because it's kind of funny. We we talked about the same thing like five separate times. (laughs) With the same amount of vigor each time. We did not lose momentum. Exactly. So... Since our last proper podcast, we've talked to your brother and sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. You've done Girl Talk. Mm-hmm. I hosted a late-night talk show and talked to Jay-Z. Right. Which was hilarious. hilarious. I, I always like those ones are kind of like that one's more for myself. Like this one I know everyone will really like because it's you and I. It's always fun. Yeah. But I feel like I mostly laugh, will laugh the most at that 
late night talk show episode. Narcissist. A little bit. <laughs> but this is a good segue uh, to get into. How come you didn't comment on your last podcast, your playlist one? <laughs> it's funny. The most recent podcast was also <laughs> one of the older ones I recorded. I recorded that one back in yeah. October and it came out in early December. It was hilarious though because I'm like, oh my gosh, we should have released this properly because it would have been so timely. But mm-hmm. people can use the party playlist yeah. for Halloween. Uh, Halloween or, or sorry for Christmas. For Christmas. So we have another party coming up. So we can people can use that one for if they're throwing a Christmas party. Exactly, yeah. Uh, go to iTunes, search Live Six oh five and download the party playlist episode and that's mm-hmm. a whole episode dedicated to making the ultimate party playlist. And it kind of <laughs> You couldn't it, tell that from no. the the elusive title he gave it. It kind of caters more towards Halloween as I talk about werewolf bar mitzvah. And, Not and at the end. The end you'll have a scintillating 12 minutes of just going randomness. through songs. This is true. <laughs> but it's good if you don't know what to put on a playlist because we always make good playlists. Mm-hmm. But before we get into everything, I got to throw out all my contact info. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's been a while since we did one. Do you want to give it all out? Yep. You okay. can go to facebook.com slash live at 605. And you can like John there. You can see the other avenues to get in contact with him, such as Twitter, mm-hmm. at Camp. Yep. And you can like him on Insta or follow him on Instagram, Camp. You can send him an email, live at 605 at gmail.com. Yeah. You can go on his Vine, yeah. Johnny D. Uh, John Mallon or Camp. Yep. And yeah, that's about it. Or send us some snail mail. <laughs> what snail mail? Old school letters. Oh, like an actual like package? Yeah, man. As long as it's not anthrax, sure. Ooh. What actually, is it? 1998? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I actually have one more uh, kind of new one to throw out there. My YouTube page. If you go to youtube.com slash Malin25, I'll probably change the slash to live at 605. Mm-hmm. But if you go there, you can... I posted my late night talk show episodes are on there. Right. And also one of the big hits of those talk show episodes are always mm-hmm. like the fake commercials I do. Those are funny. So I have uh I put I compiled a whole all the, the commercials onto like one long like ten minute uh video clip. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear like the funny commercials I wrote, youtube.com slash malin twenty five and all my videos are there. Okay. And I'll probably change that to a more suitable YouTube username because Malin25 doesn't really have anything to do with... Why didn't you make it live at 6.05? I'm going to do that afterwards. So maybe I'll go and re-edit <laughs> this thing to say live at 6.05. So YouTube.com slash Malin25 or YouTube.com slash live at 6.05. And so we don't really technically have a topic this week. We, we have... don't? Well, I have notes. You have a game. I have a game and we have life. We have life. Before we get into all that stuff, I yeah. got to throw out the sponsorship. Okay. And now this is. I should s- always take this time when you give out your details to go get like do a drink nails. or yeah. do my nails or if we like go read a chapter of my book. This is true. <laughs> that wasn't too, but you gave. I, I now let you do all the talking <laughs> for that stuff because I know you'll give it out faster, faster, better, stronger, harder, faster, whatever that funk Yay, is. Kanye. But I want to do the sponsorship. And this is a story, it's a little gross, I haven't told you, it happened a few weeks ago, but I've been waiting, I wanted to tell you it, Yeah. I've been waiting to tell it, I don't know how I'm going to tell it, because it, it's kind of disgusting, and I'm a little uncomfortable with some of the things I'm about to say. So wait, if you're uncomfortable with yeah. it, why would you think I'd be remotely comfortable listening Because if I'm uncomfortable with something, it'll make for good podcasting, because I know you'll definitely be uncomfortable no! with it, and okay. you'll say like, ew, gross. <laughs> yeah. It involves a bathroom. Me and two gentlemen. 
I'm not going to say where <laughs> Do this... Do we want to know? <laughs> no, not, nothing like that. <laughs> I'm not going to say where it happened or what happened, but basically... Did it happen in a bathroom? It happened in a bathroom, but I'm not going to say <laughs> which bathroom. Either way, okay. I went to this bath. I went to a bathroom this one day to go use the urinal because I was drinking lots of water or tea or whatever it was that day. Okay, so <laughs> I went to go use the washroom, and I'm using the urinal. And at this particular bathroom, uh-huh. there's three urinals and then two stalls. Uh-huh. I'm using the urinal, and I noticed someone's using the stall, so they're doing their business, right? Maybe they're just shy. Well, they weren't shy with what they were doing, Ew. so let me set this up. So, yeah, sorry, this is this is the story that's sponsoring the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm using the urinal. There's a guy using the stall doing his business, and another person to my right using the urinal, okay? Okay. So I walked in. These two guys were doing their thing. Right. So as I'm using the urinal, the other guy next to me is done using the urinal. He's getting up, ready to leave. Yeah. Now, anytime you're in the bathroom, what's the first thing you do when you're done Going to the washroom. Wash my hands. Wash your hands. That is correct. This person next to me finishes using the washroom and he proceeds to not wash his hands. Ew. And Ew. <laughs> okay, it gets worse, but it gets funny. It just this made me laugh. I don't know. It might not make mm-hmm. you laugh. So as he's getting ready to leave the bathroom without washing his hands, the guy in the stall mm-hmm. lets out like the biggest Ew. <laughs> But this is where it gets funny. <laughs> is this toilet humor? <laughs> because as the guy in the stall is making that huge noise, the, mm-hmm. the guy who didn't wash his hands goes, oh, really? And judges the guy what? for making that noise. I, literally, as he's holding the door, leaving without washing his hands. And Ew. I just started, first I was disgusted by hearing that noise, yeah. disgusted by the guy leaving. But then I started laughing at the audacity of this one guy, for ju- this one guy who doesn't judging. wash his hands, judging the guy for making his bathroom noises. So do you realize this is a trifecta of judgment? You were judging, judging. the dude in the stall. Yeah. The stall dude was judging the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the other dude was probably judging you for judging everyone. For like laughing afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was like one of those just – it just worked out perfectly. Like the moment the yeah. guy went to leave without washing his hands, yeah. he's like, oh, really? To the other guy. Did you know these people? I'm not going to say. Did you know them? I won't say it. Blink once if you did. (laughs) (laughs) He did. Oh, no. All I'm going to say is uh, this is just a general rule. This could technically be a John's life tip. Life. Life tips. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch strip, this is John's life tips. Okay. Just, this Wash is, your hands. This is a John's life tip within the sponsorship. Be very, very careful with trusting people's hands and them offering you food because you don't always know if they've washed their hands. And I'm not going to say who certain people are, but I know people, more than one person. It's not necessarily just a work thing. I know a few grown ass people who don't wash their hands in the washroom, whether it's in a public washroom, mm-hmm. whether it's in a work washroom, whether it's just at a bar. I've seen many people, grown-ups, not wash their hands, and I've had people who don't wash their hands try to offer me food before, and they get offended with me when I say no. And it's like, well, you want me to tell everyone you don't wash your hand? <laughs> so my life tip is What happens the- if they antibacterial it? Because sometimes there's more germs on the handle to the washroom door. Uh, I'm glad you said that. Go. Here's my second life tip Go. of the sponsorship. La, la, la. Tips.
Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch trip, this is John's life tips. If you're in the washroom, especially a public washroom, uh-huh. after you're done washing your hands, after you're done, and drying your hands with paper towel, take an extra paper towel and use that to open the bathroom doors. That way you don't touch any grossness. Uh-huh. The main reason I do that is for the people who don't wash their hands. Yeah. And the fun part is, now that you have a piece of paper in your hand, mm-hmm. when you're walking back to your desk, whatever it is, find the nearest garbage can and shoot a three-pointer basketball-style shot, and then you turn it into a game. That's what me and Rocco do. Is he the one in the bathroom stall? <laughs> no, it wasn't him. <laughs> He's on the first floor. I'm on the top floor. But uh, turn it into a game afterwards and just shoot them. Okay. So those are my life tips. Life tips. Yo, this is my life tips. Take your mind on a little trip. As I make your bitch trip, this is John's life tips. I forget what the first one was. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. And the second one was open doors with pieces of paper Mm -hmm. and then shoot them into garbage cans. It's a lot of fun. Gotcha. So thank you to the Bathroom Bandits for sponsoring this week's podcast. (laughs) I told that story, by the way, at lunch the other day, and Mm -hmm. I kind of screwed it up, and nobody got it, so I'm glad this kind of worked out. This one? It was the matinee performance? (laughs) Yeah. Got you screwed. All right. So before we get into what you uh, were going to do for the podcast, Mm -hmm. one of the fun things we haven't done yet, and this was your idea. Yeah. I have to give a shout out. You kind of do things backwards. What? Do I even have to be here? (laughs) you do have to be here for this because i need your opinion about this and then i swear we have common things usually i talk over you this time i'm just talking no you don't usually i interrupt you yeah yeah that's why there's two episodes titles that are dedicated to me john or val listens to john John talk Talk and shuriken hunter listens to so-and-so hunt which is our wu-tang names but it's one of the coolest things about living in 2013 is social media because it gives you a chance. <laughs> what? Keep going. I never know where these are going to go. It gives you a chance to connect with people you never thought you would. Mm-hmm. My older sister, shout out to Jen Ring. I was like, did you not know your sister's name? Because she liked it. Her husband liked it so much he put a ring on it. And that's now her last name. Nerd. One of her favorite celebrity people is Dean Kane, mm-hmm. And... You know, where is Dean Kane? How would you ever find him? She tweeted him once. He tweeted her back. And I've had people tweet me back, a couple of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite bands, lead singers, actually tweeted me back this Ooh. week. And I told him I would mention him on the podcast. I asked if I could mention him on the podcast and, and play some of his new music. Okay. And he said, please do. That's nice. So Who he- is this? So his name is D.A., and he's actually the lead singer of Chester French. Ooh. So if we go, I love their new album. Yeah, their new album that came out last year or the year before mm-hmm. is called Music for Teenagers. Mm-hmm. And their first album was fantastic as mm-hmm. well. But uh, if you go all the way back to, think, episode two, Chester French was the band of the week. So the very second podcast mm-hmm. ever. But it's awesome. Like I love this guy, DA. He's in Chester French. He does a lot of side stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's really cool. And he has some new music, solo music he put out. Mm-hmm. I played it for you and you really liked it, right? Definitely. It kind of reminded me, it was more, if Chester French is more kind of uh, 
I always called them kind of like the 2013 Beach Boys a little bit. For sure. Just like the way their their voices and melody melanie, melodies, melodies and everything. <laughs> but this is more stripped down. It did remind me again kind of Brian Wilson-esque with like piano and maybe some violin and just kind of mm-hmm. really stripped down just more about his voice. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to kind of, kind of mention him and he'll be the band of the week, his new song. Yeah. I'll play it at the end of the show. But I wanted to give him a shout out just for him taking the time to tweet me back, and I'd mention him now, so... I always felt like Chester French could have been the band for the OC. Like, they could have done the o- whole soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, well, they're awesome. The way I discovered them was they were on an episode of Entourage mm-hmm. many or a few years ago. It was their song, She Loves Everybody, which is really cool. And from that song, I, like, mm-hmm. fell in love with them, and I went and saw, downloaded all their music. Right. I bought, uh, bought all their music. I saw them live at Molson Amp. Amphitheater, they opened up for uh, Blink-182, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. We got there, and they were doing a version of Still Dre, nice. which was really cool. But I like uh, D.A., the lead singer, is really cool. because I keep seeing really cool. It's interesting, <laughs> but Chester French, before they got signed to Pharrell's Star Trek label, mm-hmm. Kanye West tried to sign them. Uh, like every, like Def Jam was trying to like all these big label people were trying to sign them. Okay. And um, Pharrell ended up doing it, but him and uh, the other guy in the band Max, they met at Harvard University. They're smart folk. Very smart. And Da, he actually works for Spotify. Do you know that mm-hmm. company? It's like the music company. Yeah. They're he's... attached to Billboard. Exactly, mm-hmm. and it's just like he's really into like uh, music and helping out artists and this mm-hmm. and that. And he's just a really great guy. So go to www. D-A Wallach, D-A-W-A-L-L-A-C-H dot com. You can see all his music and what are you smirking at? Nothing. Keep going. You can see all his music and he has articles, this and that, and follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's at uh, D-A Wallach, D-A-W-A-L-L-A-C-H. And it's cool. He has a new music video for his song, Glowing, which will mm-hmm. probably be the song of the week. Mm-hmm. And it actually was directed by Tyler, the creator, Ooh. who is very big in the hip-hop world. He's part of Odd Future. You should just put his um mess- his uh, information mm-hmm. in the blurb for this episode. I will definitely do that. So <laughs> right? good suggestion. Sometimes it's hard to follow people when they spell so, out things. I know. I suck at <laughs> spelling and reading and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So either way, check out his music. Check out Chester French. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really excited for his new album. He's doing a solo album. comes out next year. Mm-hmm. It's one of my most anticipated albums for next year. So thanks to DA for tweeting me. And I'll probably play a song glowing at the end of the episode. So if you want to hear what solo Chester French sounds like, stay tuned at the end. And I feel like I've done a lot of talking. <laughs> although I want to continue some talk. I just thought of something funny. Can I, okay. I, I print it off. As you guys might know, I print off sometimes my notes for the day. Mm-hmm. Can I just read... I, I just did point form notes, so this is what you guys have to look forward to from my side of the yeah. podcast. I wrote down D.A., Eugene's Tribute, Millionaire, Christmas Party, Broken Wire Teeth, <laughs> Hassle, Ferris Party, Saturday at the Ballroom, Hungover <laughs> for Gravity, Anchorman 2. That sounds like the best, most acid-trippy-worthy so, week. Yeah, if you guys are wondering what this podcast is going to be about, that's what it's going to be about. So there's some cool things that we'll elaborate later. I love that most of those things have happened to us in the past week. I know. Well, that's just crazy. The, cool, the good thing about us not doing one together in a while mm-hmm. is we have all these stories saved up. I know. But, so the one thing is, as I was just going to say, so um, John and I have had the, a really um, busy week. So we're like, what can we fill this podcast with? And we're like, just really fun, weirdo stories from the past like week, two weeks, 
but then also play a game later. So mm-hmm. we wanted to do just uh, a rigorous game of who wants to be a millionaire podcast style. Yeah, that's all your idea. So I'm excited to play it. You have all the questions. You're going to ask mm-hmm. them to me. Yep. So these are going to be like legit millionaire questions. And we're going to see how far John can get in this. And we will definitely do the phone a friend, the pool the audience via text message, mm-hmm. and 50-50. I hope I make it past a hundred dollars or whatever it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just wanted to go back and um, off of your toilet humor <laughs> story. Um, one thing on a, the previous podcast I did with Miranda, and I said, "Ooh, the words that disgust me." Which urinal one? is actually another one that I do not like. Urinal, really? Yeah, because it sounds so gross. They call a toilet a toilet. Why don't they call it like a standlet or something for males? Well. It's, Urinal just sounds so gross. It's something that a woman will never understand because you all get your own privacy of a nice little stall. Yeah, but you don't have to call it something so obvious. Yeah, but do you know over the 28 years of living, uh, like you discovered the good bathrooms. A good bathroom is when you're standing at a, let's call it, what do you want to call it? Not a... Standlet. That's when we call it a standlet. Sometimes you go to a bar and there'll be a standlet with like wood panel in between you. Sometimes you go to a standlet and there's nothing between you but your flopping dicks in the wind. Then it's Ew. just like you hope that there's no backsplash from them. Ew. So that's disgusting. Anyways, you oh. had a story. Okay. So this week, um, actually, like the past month or so, but I'll just give you this week. This week has been really busy. There's this really great line from. Scrubs that Dr. Cox said Ooh. once where he's like, I'm in a, it's like a who's who theater of incompetence. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Remember that one? Yeah, I, I do. Can, I, I can't remember what episode it's from, but Dr. Cox, I feel like sometimes I channel him. Oh, I think so. Yeah. He's got some great lines. He's a great boss. He's like a perfect mix of mentor slash hard ass when he needs to be. And like, totally. he knows how to whip people in line. Totally. So he's a great form of a leader. I aspire to be like Dr. Cox. Cox minus the Jerry Curl. <laughs> I feel like Jeff Winger from Community is kind of like the Dr. Cox now because we just started watching Community. Totally. And he'll kind of kick your ass, but he's like very caring and mm-hmm. like he has some really good – his speeches remind me of Dr. Cox yeah. a bit. So like I had like the most intense day and so I had to rush to go to school. And this is where the toilet humor comes back. Okay. Um, so usually when I come home from school, if I have time, I come and drop off my stuff at the apartment to run to campus. Mm-hmm. So I'm – Running up the stairs. Now it gets dark, I guess, fairly early. So I'm running up the stairs at Wellesley Station. and All I hear is like an ambulance, um, siren, fire trucks and everything. And at the top of the stairs off the – when you're coming off the platform, I just see a crowd of people and a fight happening right and so i'm like what the hell is going on so i can't get up the stairs i'm like how do i get out of here (laughs) um but then some people started moving and all i have flying at me is a giant ass what okay and so i'm like oh my gosh so there are two homeless people fighting at the top of the stairs and they pulled off their what? So all of this like i've never heard this till now (laughs) i saved it for the podcast oh my god they're Fighting like full on like headlock, <laughs> throwing the dude on the ground, and I'm really just be oh like, don't God. touch me with your butt. Yeah, and then I'm like, 
I just have to go to school. <laughs> right? And then I was like, why is it like people are filming this? Like cops are trying bum to bum fights, yeah. Bum fights. Literally twofold bum fights. Yeah, fight, exactly. Right? And so the guy's pants are off and they're around his ankles. He like drops the other dude to the floor. He rips <laughs> off his shoe and like throws it outside oh where the bus God. stand is. And so they held us hostage in there because they weren't like people were like trying to film and everything. Mm. And I'm like, only at Wellesley Station do I feel like this would happen, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, exactly. But so I'm like, okay. So they had made us all stay there because they bar- not barricaded, but they blocked, blocked. the exit because okay. they wanted to make sure those guys didn't run out into traffic. Oh my so we were God. all just stuck in there watching these two guys go at it till the police could come and get in. That's and I'm insane. like, why is this day so silly? I just want to go home. But so, you got to admit, how many people could see a full-on bum, bum fight, fight when they actually are bare butts? Out. It was so weird. That's like crazy. it was crazy, and they were like, no sh- word of a friggin' lie, like fighting, fighting. Like That's insane. This, I saw like I don't know what it's called when you have a guy in a headlock, but then you flip him over onto his back, like in wrestling. <laughs> I don't know. Right? So the guy did that, and I was like, ouch, that cannot be good because it's all like concrete in Wellesley yeah. Station. So it was crazy. Well, that's a perfect time for me to tell my hobo joke I, I made up. <laughs> okay. Do you remember how it goes? Yeah, I want to see if you joke. can do it without butchering no, it. No, I always butcher jokes. Here's my joke. An original. I've told it on the podcast. This is mine. <laughs> if you use it, give me credit. What did the one homeless man say when he fell down the stairs? What? I hurt my bum. <laughs> <laughs> and that almost happened to you with a butt flying, it a is. bum flying. Oh, you never want to walk up the stairs to a full like face of ass. Did anyone, while the fight was going on, yell, World Star? No. <laughs> no. Who was that? World Star, World, World Star at HipHop.com mm-hmm. is a site where it's just like crazy videos are uploaded, where it's just like people fighting, bum fights, this or that. Yeah. And what people do now is when someone's like videotaping something crazy, they'll yeah. yell, World Star, as in they're going to put it on World Star Hip Hop. What? And no. again, if you remember this for the finale... Mm-hmm. Remember World Star because it may or may not have prevented me from getting into a fight with somebody. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell that fight story until next podcast. Oh. It's a story I've been waiting. You've been three. waiting three seasons for me to tell. Three seasons for the most epic fight story, story. ever. And I didn't want to tell it. I'm going to be. I'm, I'm. It's a very good story. We're it, saving it. We're saving it for the finale. So it is both hilarious and mm, like disgusting. Disgusting. And but it's it's a it's probably one of my better stories. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I I try to tell the good stories. Yes. So, and there's another story I've yet to tell that involves me a subway and like walking up the stairs okay. that maybe I will tell next season. <laughs> if you remember yes. the story, I was debating telling it. I might have to be very you have vague. To tell it. What? You have to tell it. I know it's crazy. It's another crazy story about me and Wellesley Station. And Wellesley Station. <laughs> oh my god. We should call the podcast Wellesley Station. Wellesley Station. Should I write this down? Yeah. Okay. Well, oh man, I should have saved this story for Wellesley Station. Ah, uh, that's okay. Oh wait, you don't want to call this episode Wellesley Station. No. Save that. For- oh, yeah. Okay. I okay, cool. That'd be a good name of like one of those like tr- novellas. Kind Wellesley, of oh yeah, Wellesley like a, Station. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was. That's crazy. It's super crazy. This week has been bananas. You've had your Christmas party, oh. right, for your department, and mm-hmm. I had mine the next day. Yeah, we hadn't seen each other since pretty much Tuesday. It's I know this is like the first time we were speaking to each other in like four days. <laughs> Clearly, as I haven't heard your bum fights, and you haven't no. heard my bum toilet stories. No. And then, okay, so while you went to your Christmas party, um, which was really lovely, 
I went with um, podcast Miranda. Yes. Um, to IKEA. Was um was uh baby daddy Joe there? No. What was his name? Big Dave Steve or something? No. What? <laughs> was that guy's? Oh, secret baby guy. Oh, Big Dave. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Um, which is weird because the last time I went to IKEA, I was so hungry. So like most people know me, like I'm pretty much like very routine when I get home. <laughs> I need like some sort of snack. I am so dehydrated. Yeah. And some days I don't eat lunch anymore. So this is one of those days <laughs> where impressed. I was like, yeah. I was just hungry. And Don't I was tell me you ate a, an Ikea hot dog. No. So I was looking for an Ikea hot dog, <laughs> but then I got so defeated with the line, and I don't really like $1 hot dogs. They have sketch written all over them. Oh, yeah. So either way, Miranda and I get into Ikea, and we're going there because I, for Lillian's wedding shower, hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm making party favors for all of her guests. Cool. Um, and so what Can you say that, or should I take this out if Lillian listens to this? No, no. You can say it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say what they are. Shout out to Lillian Benoit in Vancouver. <laughs> Getting married next year. Hello. Um, so either way, so Miranda and I went to Ikea to find all the elements to build said gift. Okay. Right? And so we bought 40 of them. Oh, 40, 40 of them, which is one half of the gift. Right? Yeah. We get into line, and the weird thing about Ikea on a Tuesday is that there's not as many cashiers there. Okay. There's only those... Um, like self checkout people, and then like the friggin' gatekeeper of the self checkout, the mm -hmm. one dude who like watches you. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, let's go to self checkout. And Miranda's like, no, 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 there's one cashier because we have 40 of these things to scan through. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think you can just go 40 times one on the self checkout. No, but you could just scan 10 and be like, there's our 40. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Except I joking. have like three cases <laughs> and I have a conscience. So. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's a moral <laughs> test. <laughs> You win this week's episode of Moral <laughs> Test. Right? So, uh, what you call it? Ooh, I like Moral Test. I feel like that'd be a good game for us. I know. What, how would this thing go? Moral Test. <laughs> or something like that. I'll figure I it like out. I like that. Um, so, either way. So, we end up going behind this guy who is in line and he bought like a bunch of just like random stuff mm -hmm. right and so we're standing there we have our shopping cart miranda also bought like a bunch of other stuff her and her boyfriend needed and so we're like waiting so it's there's the dude in front of us us and then there's people behind us only cashier okay so we yeah. are stuck in this element Jesus. now so the dude in front of us is like hey can i have a bag and so the cashier who's like a younger person who's ethnic i'm gonna put that out okay. there um what she, color not just joke I, 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 <laughs> not your color how about okay. i say that so, That's true. um so then she's like oh sorry we don't sell we don't give away bags anymore because we like the environment so mm -hmm. he's like what do you mean you don't give bags right he's like how am i supposed to carry all this stuff and then she's like well basically we um urge you guys to bring your own bags Right. Or just carry a lot of this bulky stuff to your car. Right. However, if you want, you can purchase one of our reusable bags right over there. And he's like, well, I don't want to purchase the 75 cent bag. Right. Because it's like a tote bag. And so he's like, everything won't fit in there. He's like, I want to talk to your manager. And then he's like, OK, Eesh. so he's freaking out. Mind you, this dude is like a North American looking white dude. OK. okay? So then he's so irate. Does he look like the Russian boxer from Rocky? 
He looked, no, kind of. That tall. I am Igor. Was he bald? No, he had like the spiky hair. No, this guy's bald. He looks more like a strung out Bruce Willis. Okay. Right? Um, so Look either way. Diehard. <laughs> so either way, so he ends up freaking out. He has to speak to a manager. This went on for 25 minutes, and Rand and I could not get out of line Christ. because we were stuck <laughs> with our 40 things in yeah. the cart. So I'm like, oh my God, I'll just pay for his fucking bag. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just, Here's 75 cents. So fast, then he, the woman's like, he finally gives in and he starts putting all his stuff one by one, and she's like, how do you want to pay? And he's like, MasterCard. Mm. So as opposed to letting her package the stuff, he proceeds to pack the stuff for another 10 minutes what? as opposed to paying so we could multitask. So then we ended up waiting 35 minutes in line, which Christ. was crazy. And That's I'm insane. like, I'm going insane. Then he's like, for his longer objects, he's like, so I don't know what they call it in your country, but what? he's like, oh, you know the sticky stuff you can, you know, wrap presents with? And then she's like, tape yeah and he's like yeah in your country what do they call it i have never witnessed something so ignorant and racist and then she like she's like yeah there's tape over there and like packaging paper and i'm like get me the hell out of here i hate the friggin burbs like i'm just like don't belong in ikea on the weekend or on a tuesday so the short end of the stick was because this guy took 35 minutes i'm hungry and so oblivious like so freaking thirsty I was like, Miranda, I need a drink. Yeah. And so friggin' impulse purchase ever. So they have beside me this Swedish cola called, What's it called? Rufenstein. Rufenstein? <laughs> and there's a picture of Santa Claus on it. So obviously I had to buy Please one. Please tell me you took a picture. Yes, I did. You did? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's remember to post this picture then. So I was like, Miranda. I didn't drink this damn cola. And then she's like, oh, it's probably just Coke. I'm like, do they have caramel and Coke? Yeah. And she's like, I think so. And I'm like, they do? Maybe. I don't know if they have caramel and Coke. Maybe not. Either way, I was like, this is probably like RC Cola or something. Ooh, I once... When do you I, like RC Cola? I, I am very much judging you right now. I don't, but once when I was in grade six, you ever, when you were back in like school days, you used to trade some of your lunch for someone else's lunch? Yeah. I remember trading my friend Scott Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, I'll say his name because it's not like anything bad, but I yeah. traded him, I think maybe let's say like two fruit roll-ups for yeah. his RC Cola. Ew. <laughs> and I would pour my RC Cola into like my cup I had at school. <laughs> I would keep it inside my desk to like hide it from people. That's hilarious. Rather than just keeping the can in there. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone knocked my desk, it would have spilt over everywhere. <laughs> I traded, this is horrible, I might go to hell for this one. When I was younger, my mom used to get me, like, um, she used to pack, like, really good lunches, actually. So she made, like, really good sandwiches. Okay. And so my mom still makes really good sandwiches. And I used to trade this girl who was diabetic. Oh, God. Her vegetables, because they had really good salad dressing (laughs) on them. But she needed them for sustenance, clearly. Yeah. But I was like, yo, guy, I'll trade you my fattening sandwich for your vegetables. Oh, my God. And this went on for, like... Two months. They were so good. <laughs> Why are you so crazy? I don't know. So either way, so I bought this stupid cola drink, and then we <laughs> were like, wait till we got to the car to open it. And I was like, I wonder what it's gonna taste like. Will it be glorious like Coke, or will mm. it taste like the friggin' tar that is RC cola? <laughs> yeah. It was worse. It was <laughs> what like, did it taste it like? It had this weird smell when <laughs> you opened it, and then it was a combination of RC cola. <laughs> Cherry Coke. Yeah. Remember like Pepsi One or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then like for sure. the, the 
thickness of something else. And oh. I made the most putrid face. And then I was like, Brad is like, you're like, you're like. Yeah. And then she drank some. And then we both did that spitting thing. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> like, it was so gross. Never be persuaded by Swedish things with Santa Claus on them. No, but do you remember Maddie's faux bachelorette party? Mm-hmm. The night before, I got very drunk. Yeah. And the next day, I was very hungover. Yeah. And we must, we do have some good friends. And this might segue into another oh, story. Oh, yeah. Miranda. Yeah. Do you remember I'm hungover? I'm like, oh, God, we have this party that we're hosting. We're going to go to fucking Croc Rock. Hey. Don't scoff at Croc Rock. Croc Rock <laughs> drunk is one thing. Croc Rock hungover. Either way, I was like, oh, can you text Matt, our friend who lives upstairs, and ask him to bring a Red Bull yeah. when he comes to the party? Yeah. And you ended up texting everyone, and every one of our friends brought me like a Red Bull or some kind of energy drink. Yes. But then I think Miranda brought some like weird... Korean cow- Red Bull. Korean Red Bull. It was in like a medicine bottle. <laughs> and it was disgusting. So I only picture it maybe tasting this. Because I remember I gave that drink to everyone. Like, everyone oh, had some. like, oh, John, you're just saying that. And everyone tried it like, oh, this is disgusting. But hilarious. Where do you freaking find Korean Red Bull? Koreatown? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. Is there anything else from that night? or? Oh, yeah. We lost the car. So when we <laughs> in thought the parking got, lot? Or yeah. So we thought it got stolen. Oh. And so I'm like... It was weird. It was just that the world's biggest SUV was, like, camouflaging it. Really? So we were, like, lost in the parking lot of Ikea for, like, ten minutes as well. Like, why is this day horrible? And then we ended up, like, coming home. But the only other thing that I was, like, super stressed out was my work party was the next day. Yeah. And I had to find... A shirt to become the soup Nazi from yeah. Seinfeld, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Oh my god, I have to walk up and down Yonge Street to those like um about to go out of business stores, yeah, and find a large oversized white dress shirt to make into a chef's mock to be the soup Nazi." And I'm like, "I hate my life today." Yeah. Bums and faces, IKEA. Oh, that's her. right. Yeah, it all, all happened in one day. Pretty it couldn't much. have been worse. That's insane. Yeah. Well, if I, we should maybe tell a story that'll make you feel better, and just about how loved we are by our friends, perhaps. Yes. Apparently, I don't know if it's because of the podcast or because maybe it's just because of how cool we are with everybody. <laughs> but we are definitely the popular ones in the group, and I'm not just saying that. <laughs> That's you a can, narcissistic quality. Well, this story again. backs it up, though. Oh, it does. We're actually. definitely the. <laughs> We're the Zach and Kelly from Saved by the Bell yeah. of, of the group. This was a pretty cool moment. This was probably a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And our friend uh, Felissa Maris from <laughs> the Party Podcast fame was having a party at her house. In the Burbs. In the Burbs. And she set it up a couple weeks in advance. And initially we could go. But then the problem was you got so busy with school. Had a huge paper due. Huge paper, a midterm, I think, as well. You had to study for it. And it was just this huge thing. And it was due, I think, Saturday or Sunday morning, right? Sunday morning. And her party was Saturday Saturday night. night. And we just, we couldn't make it because it wasn't like it was downtown. It was in the burbs. We had to rent a car. Had to rent a car. And it just, it didn't work out because of your schoolwork. You were so busy that I helped you with schoolwork. Yeah, it was crazy. I haven't done a school assignment since grade 11. <laughs> and even then, I half-assed how did, it. How did you get into college? Well, I mean like written 12? assignments. Oh, okay. oh, grade 12, yeah. I had grade 12. <laughs> but grade 12, I had gym, yeah. uh, drama, mm-hmm. com tech, and mm-hmm. I taught gym class. And you taught gym class? Yeah, I taught because I was trying to teach com tech, okay. the computer class where you edit and make movies, mm-hmm. but the teacher I was supposed to do it with moved away, oh. so the only space I had left was gym, so I taught grade nine gym 
guy's gym, and they were the same size as me as a grade 12. <laughs> Joke's on them. I'm a promo producer now. Bitch, Suck it, y'all. please. Okay. But anyways, so I was helping you with this assignment. Yep. And it was already like eight o'clock. Everyone was like texting us, like, "Oh, why aren't you guys coming?" Well, yeah, and like one of our, our friend uh, Shoshana, which <laughs> Nikki, yeah, but yeah. I, the fake the name she was using on the podcast. I think Shoshana. Shoshana, she because uh, she knows that I like Little Caesar so much. Ended up buying four boxes worth of <laughs> Little Caesar's hot and ready pizza, just not just, just for, for the you. party, but just for you, just for me. They bought Hungry Hungry Hippos because I suggested buying Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> as uh, a joke. As a joke. You don't even like that game. I love it though. I think Ferris is like making like the cupcakes you like. Like all these Everything. things. People were catering this party for, for us. us. And then I was like, we're like, oh. So we, we can't go. We can't make it. We're so sorry because it's like Ferris always is like bats one and always comes to like our parties. And I like fully guilted her to come hmm. to Halloween. Guilted she, her out of a Leafs game. Out of a Leafs game, which was better because they lost that day, didn't no, they? No, they won that game Oops. against Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> um, either way, we felt bad. Yeah. So at the 11th hour, though. Literally, yeah. I think it was 11 o'clock. You got done the assignment. No, it was like 9 o'clock I finished. But yeah. I was in like full on like ghetto clothing. Yeah. Like we did not look like we were about to go out. But then you're like, oh, we should. Let's take one for the team. I finished earlier than mm-hmm. I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there's a zip car. There's a zip car for 1030. Mm-hmm. We ended up driving out to the birds. Like, we didn't tell them we were coming. We didn't tell them. We only told our one friend, Lori, because she brought her boyfriend who only came because he knew, thought that we were coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even our friend, Sean, he's like, oh, do you guys need a ride up there? And we're like, oh, we can't make it. Yeah. He ended up didn't come because we weren't coming. Yeah. Either way, fast forward. We don't tell anyone. We get to the party. You walk in first, and yeah. everyone freaked out and ran to the like door. Beatlemania, like it was. It was like coming off the plane from Beatlemania. It was like landing in Madison Square Garden, like, oh and like God, it was like fourteen people just charging the door, and like you know when if we had like cameras and it was like the fish view kind yeah. of thing where the heads just seem bigger mm-hmm. and like arms are flying everywhere and they're like, Oh my God. And everything was funny. We said like, I well, know. it's just like crazy. They saved, they had little Caesars left for me. They saved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferris is just like, Oh, I text John to see if he was coming, but he's like, Oh, I'm too hungover. Mm-hmm. Ferris then texted said, John and Val just got here. Sean showed up within 20 minutes. 20 minutes from <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> hungover. <laughs> hungover. I was, like that's crazy we even said we're like we're not staying that long because we have work to do but it was just like crazy and then like everything we said was like oh my god you guys are amazing yeah so So it was a lot of fun and then when we ended up leaving they gave me a whole box of little caesar's pizza (laughs) (laughs) it was a good takeaway because for the amount of money that we spent on the zip Zip car car. for two hours yeah we clearly paid for our dinner in free pizza and, and cupcakes. cupcakes as well. So it ended up being a lot of fun. I'm glad we were able to make it out there. It was mm-hmm. just funny. It's just like, wow, they really do love us. I know. So I'm like, I did not have this uh, before you. What? I don't know what that was. <laughs> Abu Gorobra? That didn't make any sense. <laughs> but either way, it was just fun to see that. It's like, oh, you know, I guess we are the fun. Cool. Like everyone, all of our friends are awesome. Yeah. But I guess we're just a little bit more awesome than well, most people. I think people. so. Mm. Not too shabby. Time to get serious. Ooh. Should I throw this over to you now? Yes, please. Regis Gomez. <laughs> okay. Val Philbin. Um, so 
we wanted to, I wanted to do a who wants to be a millionaire game just because I find when we do like 20 questions mm-hmm. and stuff like that, it seems like people really like that kind of weirdo shit about us. But now I want to test the IQ oh, and see how far we actually get in this. This can- is in no way been pre-planned. I don't know any of the you questions. Have no idea what the questions the are. And you'll probably don't know this by me only getting to a thousand dollars, but I get <laughs> three lifelines. You said you have three lifelines, so you get to phone a friend. You get to pull the audience via text message and 50-50. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. So these are legit who wants to be a millionaire questions. For one thousand dollars, yes. Which of the which of these gambling games requires a pair of dice? A. Craps. Okay. B. Roulette. C. Poker. Or D. Blackjack. That would be A. Craps. Boom! For one thousand dollars. You asked me if that's my final answer. Oops! Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> that is correct. Okay, you asked before we did this the other day. You asked me like a hundred dollar, thousand dollar question. I got it wrong. So I got very nervous. For so at least no matter what, I get a thousand dollars. Yeah, a thousand dollars. This is the problem with these questions. I have to like scroll. And are these like actual? Yeah. Questions? Yeah. Okay. So some of them, I'm trying to find the ones that aren't like, um, what you call it. Uh, U.S. skewing for history and stuff it's like okay. that. Okay, I know more U.S. history than Canadian history. It's far more interesting. I don't know anything about Sir John A. Macdonald. <laughs> okay. Two. For two thousand dollars, in which of these household appliances would you find a lint screen? A. A dishwasher. Okay. B. A microwave oven. Okay. C. A clothes dryer. Or D. A trash compactor. Let's go with. A clothes dryer. Is that your final answer? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Whoa. You're correct. I'm getting nervous now. It's <laughs> <laughs> stains. I'm sweating so much for this. Okay. Scroll to level three. That was nerve wracking. Isn't like, it nerve wracking? I'm like, I was in my head. I'm like, okay, I know something's laundry. But I'm like, I'm still nervous. Okay. <laughs> the ability. Wait, oh, much money. For three thousand dollars, <laughs> right? The ability to see outside your central area of focus. This is four thousand dollars. Yeah. This isn't the million dollar question. <laughs> Can you please repeat it? I haven't even finished it. You cut me off. The ability to see outside your central area of focus is called what? Oh, I know. A. Tunnel vision. B. Peripheral vision. C. Double vision, or D, x-ray vision. Can you just repeat the question one more time for me? The ability to see outside your central area of focus is called what? A, tunnel vision. B, peripheral vision. C, double vision. Or D, x-ray vision. I'm going to go with B. Is that your final answer? 
You are correct. <laughs> I knew it was, but I'm like, I was like, what was the first one? Tunnel vision? Yeah. I was like, just re ask her to reread the question just in case I missed something. <laughs> like, I'm nervous. You're we have sweating. to put the, make sure we put the funky music, like the Jeopardy yeah. sounding yeah, we have to do that, too. We I'll need to get, like, all the stings. I'll see if I can find them, but that was nerve-wracking, you know? $8,000. Which of these weapons was design designed to fit on the end of a rifle barrel? Okay. A, a machete. Okay. B, a bayonet. Okay. C, a pike. Okay. Or D, mace. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm pretty sure I know which one this is, but... Thousand dollars, a lot of money. I, I don't, I don't want to use a lifeline. I have my gut feeling. Okay. If if I lose this early, do we just should we do another quick round? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just read me the answer. Or do you just we succumb that you lost all your and money? And then we go to something else. Yep. Fifty-fifty. It for me. I'm gonna be pissed off. If I okay. Get this one. So we're using one of our lifelines here. Yeah. Your options are Pike. Or bayonet. Which one of these weapons was designed to fit on the end of a rifle barrel? Is it pike or bayonet? I'm gonna go with bayonet. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Ding 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 ding! I knew it was bayonet. <laughs> I should have gone for it. I knew. I'm like machete's too big. Mace, no. Yeah. I, was, I don't know what a pike. I didn't know what a pike was, so I was hoping you were gonna pike was gonna be taken off. Yeah. But I knew it was bayonet. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so the next question is for sixteen thousand dollars, and that's where you can you won't lose if you get the sixteen thousand dollar one right. Oops, I'm lying. You will lose all your money. Thirty-two thousand. Thirty-two thousand. Damn it! I should have. Clearly, I have no fine. idea what the rules of this game are. That's okay. <laughs> so. oh, I'm so angry with myself, though. It's okay. The other ones are funnier. I should have gone with my gut for that one. You gotta trust your gut, Malin. Ooh. Okay. God. This is for level, this is a level five question okay. for $16,000. You have two lifelines remaining. Mm -hmm. Which of these words appears in the title of the 1999 best- <laughs> What's that? 1999. <laughs> Shut it, you. If I get so this wrong, it's because this question wasn't explained. <laughs> 1999. Guy, I'm not on the hot seat. <laughs> Please re-say the question. For $16,000, which of these words appears in the title of the 1999 best-selling Harry Potter book? Oh. A. Abracazam. B. Azkaban. C. Azerban. Or D. Alisaban. Which of these words appears in the title of the 1999 best-selling Harry Potter book? Well, I, I clearly have no idea. Do you it, not like Harry Potter? I saw the first one and the last one. First one by force, last one by force. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you should have seen this one because it is the best one. I, I don't even know who I would call for this one. So I should... You should call your dad. You won't know this. You might. Your dad's a well... If he does, I'll call him a nerd. No, I'd rather text the audience. So you can text three people. Okay. And then...
and then just we'll see which one gets back to us first. What if I was just like, if if I think like your friend Kate, can you text her? Because I don't have like, if I don't have someone's number, but you have their number. Yeah. You can text them for me. Well, why do you want to text Kate? Well, I'm assuming she might know. I can text three people I want, right? Yeah. She might be. I just don't have her number on my phone. So you have to text people you do have the number in your phone. Oh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Should I pause this thing and text the people? Yeah. So while we wait for the audience, which is three of three friends you've texted. And they've all been on the podcast before. They've all been on the podcast. Who did oh. you text? Oh, we got an answer coming in. Oh, we got an answer from very reliable source, my friend Maddie from the Party Podcast. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, she says, Azkaban. Do you want to wait for the other ones to come in, or do you want to go? I will wait because it's pulling the audience. Yep. I'm just going to say thanks. She says, Prisoner of Azkaban is the title, so I am very confident, but I'll wait for everyone else. Okay. I say thanks. This is for a podcast segment. You rock. <laughs> uh, oh. 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 See, we are very popular. Mr. Sean Puff Batty wrote back. What is Azkaban. Oh, really? I'm also going to say thanks. This <laughs> is for the podcast. You Did rock. Did somebody text again? <laughs> Well, that was Maggie. She just oh. wrote, ha, 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 okay. I was like, whoa, this audience is quick. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, they're all waiting to come to 605 to watch the hockey game. Clearly. <laughs> so I'm not even going to wait for my third option. Okay. The third person. I'm sure Ashley will write back. Mm-hmm. Azkaban. Is that your final answer? It is. And if they screw me, I will fight them all. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <sighs> right? So we are now going to $32,000 question. Which is the safe one, so if you get this one correct, you will not lose any money. Yeah. This is okay. level six. Only have Oops. One. Is this level six or level five? This level six. One, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. So I gotta get this. This is for big money. This is for big money, and you only have one lifeline left. Uh. Whew, that was good of them. I wish I still had 50 50. Oh, I blew it on that 50 frisky. <laughs> Feeling frisky frisky. <laughs> Alright, what you got? So, in the cartoons, Rocky and Bullwinkles. <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkles? I can't read. It's okay. not Rocky and Bullwinkles. If in I the... get this one wrong, I'm going to say... I'm changing because... the question. Yes. I don't know shit about Rocky and Bullwinkle. And you should know this. <clears throat> because you are one. A printing press is depicted on which of the following awards? Okay. A. A Tony... B, the Pulitzer, C, a Grammy, or D, the Nobel. A printing press is depicted on which of the following awards? A, Tony, B, Pulitzer, C, Grammy, or D, Nobel. This is for $32,000. You have one lifeline remaining. I don't know this answer. Okay. I'm trying to think which one of my friends would maybe know you this answer. You can equally call your family. You just want me to call my folks, is that Yeah, because your dad would be funny on the phone a friend. Well, let so me... put him on speaker. Let me just say this. Ashley wrote back Azkaban as well, so... Nice. The I didn't need Kate after all. <laughs> you know, I'm sure she would have known it. 
Yeah, because she's a nerd and dresses up like Harry Potter for the screening. Exactly. Okay, I will phone a friend. I will phone Pops Malin, and this will be a second time on the phone if he gets it. Uh, I'll have you. Re I'll talk to him. I'll have you repeat the question. Yeah. No, you read the question. Okay. Well, I'll need you to. I'll need to see the question because I don't remember what Wait, it is. Wait. Hold on. Let me write it down on paper. So, John, who are you calling? I'm going to uh, call my uh, dad and we'll see if he picks up or if it's my mom or both of them. Okay, okay. So, um, just to reiterate, uh, for rules of who wants to be a millionaire, I love that Maddie is now tex texting me. Yes. She, what she say? <laughs> She's like, Val, we need to plan New Year's. Oh. Um, what you would call it? Uh, the timer will start. You have 30 seconds after. Or after I once I ask the question. Once you ask the question, your yeah. dad has 30 seconds to answer. Because if I'm just calling 30 seconds, I'm not going to be able to get out who I am in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, should we do this? Okay. Hey, Dad. Hey, John. How's it going? Good. Good, so I, I uh, got a question for you. Yeah? You're technically, we're, we're recording a podcast right now. Okay. And we're doing a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire segment. Yeah. And you are my phone-a-friend. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Well, as Val said, the rules are I have 30 seconds to ask the question and you give me an answer. Oh, okay. So... This is for $32,000. This is for $32,000. Oh, God. Okay. Right. okay, so here's the question. A printing press is depicted on which of the following awards? The Tonys, a Pulitzer, a Grammy, or the Nobel Peace Prize? Or the Nobel Prize? Can you repeat the question again slowly, please? <laughs> A, pr a printing press is yeah. depicted on which of the following awards? Right. Tony, Pulitzer, Grammy, Nobel. You have 15 seconds. Pulitzer. Pulitzer, okay. Is that your final? That's my final answer. I thought at the Christmas party. Did we get it? You have to hang up, then I'll tell you. Okay, I'll let you know <laughs> later if we get it. All right, I said Pulitzer is for, is for writing, so. Let him know. Okay. Okay. We'll let you know. Have fun. All right. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wanted to know the answer. <laughs> Who's texting? But Maddie wrote, "Make Val text back." <laughs> like she's. <laughs> we be podcasting. This is gonna be so chaos. This is gonna be so much chaos. Okay. <laughs> what? We didn't pause it. For what? Oh, during all this. Oh, I'm, I'm just glad we hit record. I got worried that I didn't even hit record. Oh, okay. So. Was he right? So, so again, a printing press is oh, depicted I his on. Answer. A printing press is depicted <laughs> on which of the following awards? A Tony, Pulitzer, Grammy, Nobel. You said Pulitzer, right? Is that your final answer slash your dad's final answer? Yes. Oh! <laughs> Pops Malin comes through. Pulitzer is. It's a writer's award. Ah, you know what sucked was that's the answer. I, that's what I was going to go for. Mm -hmm. Damn it. So now you have no lifelines, but, but you are good because you will, no matter what, go home with $32,000. Well, I'll take this in cash or check, so whatever you want to write out to me. <laughs> this is real money I'm getting, right? Obviously, because I do have this kind of money. <laughs> Um, okay, so we're going for level seven. So no matter what, I got to go for this one because I'm not going to lose any more money, exactly. right? Okay. <laughs> this will be great. I <laughs> hope you lose this. <laughs> Hold on. 
Sony level six questions. Oh, give me one that I might know. I thought that one was one you might know. I, no, I did, but the thing was, it's just like you're second guessing yourself because I'm like, it wouldn't. I thought it was either Nobel or, or the Pulitzer. I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was Grammy or, or Tony. I wish I had the fifty fifty for that one, but I wasn't gonna risk not getting it. You know. I get you. I get you. Okay, what you got? This is for sixty-four thousand dollars. Which of the following best describes the ballet move called a plie? Black Swan. <laughs> a, a leap. B, a twirl. C, a squat. Or D, a kick. I, f- I had I had a guess in my head. Which of the following best describes the ballet move called a plie? I think I know this because when you read the question, I had an answer in my head and you said it. Can you just say the answers again? A, leap. B, twirl. C, squat. Or D, kick. I'm going to go with C, squat. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. You are correct! Yes! Yes! <laughs> I have no idea how I knew that. What, is what, what was that word? Plie. 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 For some reason, I just pictured people like going down. I somehow knew. Oh my god. This is for $125,000. I can do a lot with $125,000. Now remember though, if you get this question wrong, you will go back down to $32,000. Yeah. Which is not so bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> More than most people would have on a Saturday night. Okay, ready? Yeah. What is the capital of the U.S. state of Texas? Is it A, Dallas, B, Houston, C, Austin, or D, San Antonio? This is a legitimate $125,000 question. Yeah. You would think that most Americans would get this. I know, which is bizarre. Okay, I think... That's why I'm asking you, because it's like... Okay. You're not American. Yeah. I think it's because I'm going to... My answer is going to be because this is the name of a football team. But I'm going to go with Houston. Is that your final answer? Yes. What is the capital oh, of no. the U.S. state of Texas? Dallas? Houston? Austin or San Antonio. I'm gonna stick with Houston because you know what? It's been a good ride. If I go back down to 32,000, at least you know I gave it my all because I'll be kicking myself if I don't at least mm-hmm. say uh, Houston final answer. Let's see. You're texting during my pivotal moment. No. I'm just confirming. I didn't know this answer. Oh, that means I'm wrong then. Okay. I just wanted to confirm that their answer was right. Uh, so your final answer is Houston? Houston. I'm sorry, John. The correct answer is Austin. You are now happy with $32,000. Thank God your dad came through. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Because there's a football team called the Houston Texans. So mm. I thought Houston... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oops, you can't swear on live So podcast. we did get further than we thought we would. Yeah, I wish I didn't blow my 50-50 so early. But I was impressed with the $64,000 answer I got, right? Totally. And I should have I was should have gone with my gut. That's why I went with, with this answer. Yeah. My gut was right for all the other ones, but... Do you want to do... Ooh, you are lucky. We can play a swap the question... If you want to do a, a do-over? Yeah, I meant to swap that question. Okay. These are new rules when people <laughs> became ignorant on who wants to be a millionaire. They invented the swap the question. A small, hard piece... Oops. A small, hard spot in a piece of wood where a branch once joined a tree trunk is called a what? A. A knock. B. A null. C. A knot. Or D. A noun. Can you repeat the question? I feel like I can talk this answer out. A small hard spot in a piece of wood where a branch once joined a tree trunk is called a what? A. A knock. B. A null. C. A knot. Or D. A noun. I'm not going to be a noun because it's not a person, place, or thing. Actually, it is a noun. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually all those things, yeah. John. <laughs> it's not a knock because you're knocking at the base of the, the, the tree. That's the bottom part. I wish you could see the hand gesture <laughs> he just did for that. A null would be like an annulment. Be like, get, I'm leaning towards null or not because a null, like an annulment, you're getting rid of something. The tree, the branch, it's kind of something that got rid of. Mm-hmm. Although a knot... Get the knot in there, keeping the branch on. The knot broke. That's why the branch is broken. Okay. So appreciate the logic. That's the logic I'm through. going for. Uh, again, even though it is a person, place, and a thing, I'm not going to go with noun. You're knocking at the bottom part of that tree. You're not knocking at the top branch. <laughs> Didn't you just get rid of knock? <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, so was it a null or a knot? To be completely honest, this is just a 100% guess. I'm just going to go with uh, I want my gut saying knock, but my gut was wrong, so I'm going with null. Is that your final answer? B, final answer, no. <laughs> Invalid. Better not be done. It's not. That's all. Oh, that's what I meant. That's what my gut said was not. <laughs> no, your, your gut just lied to you. Oh. <laughs> not as in it's keeping it in there. I should have done that. Sorry, Holmes. And this ends another rigorous game of who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> Flopper. That was fun. <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, I want to play... I want to do It Wasn't Worth the Hassle. We'll mm-hmm. save that as this was kind of a game. Yeah. Uh, after my late night talk show episode, though, I got a couple tweets. And I just kind of want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. People were very curious mm-hmm. about that episode one uh, thing in particular. Mm-hmm. And that was Eugene's tribute. Okay. People weren't really sure... If that was a legit thing? Well, they weren't sure if that was like... Uh, a new thing, an old mm-hmm. thing, a legitimate thing. They wanted to know just what – they just wanted to know more about Eugene's tribute. Okay. Oddly enough, people didn't want to know about how I got Jay-Z on the podcast, but <laughs> they were just satisfied with that interview. Yeah. So if you guys haven't listened to Late Night at 605 Episode 2 or mm-hmm. Part 2, and so the band of the week that week that came and performed live was a band called Eugene's Tribute. Okay. 
So basically, Eugene's Tribute was a band that I formed with my friend Matt, who I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Him and I were best friends back in the Ottawa days and still really good friends. He still lives in Ottawa. And Eugene's Tribute was just this band we formed, kind of like in the same vein as like a, um, a Tenacious D, mm-hmm. where it's just like a, kind of a joke band pretty much because I can't sing. Matt can sing. He's got, he's got a good voice. I'll give it yeah. to him. And he could play drums, piano, guitar. He's kind of like you. He can play almost anything. Okay. And for whatever reason, back in the day, we always just loved the name Eugene. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Eugene, we, Eugene. We made up a fake guy. He's like, oh. Isn't it, there somebody on Scrubs? Isn't that why? Eugene. Remember they liked the name <laughs> Eugene? Maybe. But I just like, I think we liked Eugene because we're like, Eugene, Eugene. His first name's Eugene, E U G E N E. His middle name starts with a U, and his last name's Gene, G E A N. So, like, Eugene, Eugene. <laughs> it's really dumb, but that's just. And so, we formed this band called Eugene's Tribute because yeah. when I was in college, yeah. in my English class, we had to do an assignment where I don't even remember what it was, but it's like you have to do something creative. Okay. Write a poem, write a script, right. whatever it is. So, my thing was. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make an album, a rock album. Okay. This was like over like the reading week break I had. Right. Went back to Ottawa. Matt and I decided to like, well, fuck it, let's just record an album mm-hmm. because we had kind of written songs before, like joke songs. Okay. And we just ended up um, making this album. It was ten ten tracks in total. I think there was like four skits and then <laughs> uh, six songs. I think they're great songs though. Yeah, well, the main song, the song that I played on the show was The Afternoon Delight, mm-hmm. which everyone knows from Anchorman, the, right. gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. delight. What we did was we did a rap version, so, <laughs> gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight. You know? <laughs> and so that's where it pretty much started. Mm-hmm. And before that, we had written a song called... It was, it was called like Summer Breeze. It was all about the summer we had before I went away to school. Okay. So we had that song written. And then we did a cover version of <laughs> Hallelujah, the Jeff Buckley song. Obviously. Because that was really big from the OC, which mm-hmm. 10 years ago was what we were watching and listening to. Right. Which is that there's a great BuzzFeed article about the OC. Oh, it's yeah, all about 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. And so I told him this idea. I'm like, oh, can we make this album? He's like, yeah, sure. We it, the funny thing was I saved the album. Mm-hmm. I just listened to it again the first time like a month ago before I did the show. Mm-hmm. Turned out we actually made a concept album. Nice, which was all about me going away to school and coming back. Oh, evolution! Because the first sketch is just like you gotta leave me, or it's like don't leave me. And I'm like <laughs> I gotta go. And Matt's like don't leave. Aww. And then it's like coping with me leaving. <laughs> then I come back for a bit. And then there's one skit where he plays Jesse Spano from Saved by the Bell and hooked on caffeine pills. <laughs> And I'm so excited. That's what he does. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, just so scared. And I'm like, you don't have to be scared. I'm back, man. He's like, <laughs> and I think it ends with me like being back or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we have a song called Back Home about me coming back home. Clever we had, title. We had a song called She's an F and B, which was just about whatever chick was F-ing. we wanted. To, not that we were F and that, oh. just being a B. She was oh, an okay. F and B. And so it was cool. Like most of the songs were just him on guitar, me singing along. Mm-hmm. There were some songs I made in GarageBand, which we just sang to. Okay. And so, oddly enough, I actually played this album in my English class. And people went – they went crazy for it. It was more of a joke. Like, I didn't professionally record it. It was just me with a basically a tape recorder. Yeah. And I think it turned out pretty well considering we're not real music- musicians. Yeah. 
And so that's the story of Eugene's tribute was. It was kind of a fake band that I always wanted to kind of talk about. Right. And I texted Matt. I'm like, do you mind if I play one of our songs? He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and the rap song is probably our best song because of this <laughs> Hallelujah song. Yeah. It's god-awful. I am so excited to hear that. So I probably won't play any songs right now. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, and the album was called Pottawa. Obviously. And um, I made, like, a cool album cover and Photoshop for it. But that... <laughs> is Eugene's tribute for what people want to, to know. So I brought him back for that. Loves it. Is this a good time to take a break because we have people coming over? Yes, it's Saturday night and we're having people <laughs> over. Then we're going out and let's tease everybody. Mm-hmm. Is there any stories you want to talk about? or? Uh, I still want to talk about... Uh, I feel like I do. I think so. Um, you do. Well, these some of these stories... Oh, I want to tell the story about school. You want to tell school. I want to talk maybe briefly about Christmas party. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about was it worth the hassle? Because mm-hmm. this is a story where I'm going to go say fuck the TTC. So oh. I'm teasing that, but I'm going to tell in five minutes. We're going away for a couple hours. But We're going co- away for a couple hours. If we don't get like annihilated tonight at this concert that yeah. our, our friend is doing, um, we will come back and finish recording after the show, yeah. if not tomorrow. Yeah, so we'll be back. We're going to talk about school. We're going to talk about the TTC. We're going to talk about... A random Saturday night we had with Sean, and I wouldn't mind talking about Anchorman 2 because I saw it before it came out. Wicked. So this week has been the most busy week we've ever had in our lives. So we'll be right back, even though we're still going right now. (laughs) Yeah. If you're going to sneeze, sneeze on camera. Uh, Gee. (laughs) And just like that, we're back. Even though we technically haven't gone anywhere in this podcast, (laughs) we've been all over. All over. We um, is now Sunday Early evening. Yeah. <laughs> we were record- recording this Saturday early evening. Yep. And then we had the guys over. Yep. We watched an hockey. O- awful hockey game with your auto senators. Yeah. At least we got one point. I'll take the one point. Mm-hmm. We did, however, jam. Yes, which was amazing. We had a full band going. Guitar, ba- uh, guitar, acoustic, piano, drums, and my me on the beat machine. And a ukulele. And ukulele. I was playing uh, Revelry by... Kings of Leon and ukulele. <laughs> yeah. You were doing a fantastic job on piano. Totes, my goats. And then we went to El Macombo afterwards mm-hmm. to go see one of your friend's bands perform. Yep, they were awesome. Uh, check them out, Abandoned Heel. Yes. Oh. And then we came home, ate McDonald's. <laughs> went to like bed at 3 in the morning. 3 in the morning and then woke up at 3 in the afternoon or something like that. Yeah, so I've only really been up for two hours. <laughs> Yeah, but it's still been productive. You've been doing laundry. Every one of these, all these podcasts, there's always a laundry story. There's always. I feel like even though we put out a podcast every week, <laughs> it just feels like our lives are dictated by our lack of laundry. Did you have some, uh, you almost have a laundry story t- from today, didn't you have some sassy women in an oh elevator? Oh my gosh. Okay, so here's the thing. I love Club 605, yeah. and it is super pimped out, and everything is great, and I would genuinely, I think we both would live here forever. Except for the fact that we don't have laundry in our unit, which is such a first world problem. For sure. But either way, ran downstairs, got like the first whack of clothing that has to hand dry. And I'm waiting for one of three elevators to come. Then four old sassy ass women come in and they are like women who, you know, have gotten like Botox. And now one of the sassy women loves the dogs. The rest of them couldn't give up like a flying hoot about them. I like now 
32 episodes in, you're now censoring yourself. I know. <laughs> you I was want, like, You who? know you want to say flying fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it was only because your mom just called. And my mom, I just spoke That's to That's true. Too. So <laughs> it's like, for moms everywhere, I'm going to hold my language. Um, so anyway, so then those two people came. Then I heard the buzzer go again. And this chick with a bike came. And I'm like, oh my Jesus. God. This is far too many people to wedge into an elevator. And then, finally, this old man with a cr- um, a cane, okay. like a cane with four pillars on it, so like oh, a yeah. walking cane, yeah. he came Opposed down. to other canes. I don't know. Just for like yanking people yanking off stage. Yanking people off stage or people <laughs> caning people yeah. in the neck. Um, he comes down, hobbling down the damn stairs, and I'm like, seriously, I'm too close to the elevator being here mm-hmm. to not stay committed versus yeah. running up the stairs because I can't stand people. <laughs> so I'm like, screw it. I'm getting in. Friggin' hell, these sassy old people. So they all friggin' pool into one. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm getting into this I one. like that. You, it only took about five minutes after talking to my parents to go, then go start swearing again. <laughs> I was so angry. I was like, this is principal. I was the first person here. Yeah. How am I the last person to get in the friggin' elevator? So I get in. And I, like, wedge my way into these old people. And they're fucking having a gay old time in the elevator. Yeah. Right? And so... I was like, I'm like trying to wedge around the dude with the cane, but you know, you're always have that fear you might get caned. So I was like, excuse me, can I please go to floor six? Mm -hmm. And they're like, sex floor? You want to go on the sex floor? What's what's happening on the sex floor? And I'm like, oh my God, ha ha ha. This is the last place I want to make small talk when I feel like death. Look like shit and holding wet clothing. (laughs) Right? And so I'm like, (laughs) oh my God. And I'm like, knowing my luck, once the elevator doors open, it's just going to smell like a beacon of pot. (laughs) So they're going to be like, oh, what's happening? else is happening on the sex floor hot box i don't know why i sound like lawrence uh, hey there what's <laughs> right. hey guys what's going on the uh sex floor here yeah. um i think there's a uh butt plug up my <laughs> right. yeah. so it's just like yeah so i was just like ah, ha, 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 have a good evening bye and like ran down the hall like i hate it yeah to make matters worse i literally went down just now to go get <laughs> what i thought was the last chunk of my wet clothing yeah and the friggin' dryer stopped so now i have to go i have to wait 20 minutes I go back down again. Well, the worst Saturday, Sunday ever. Okay, this is what I'm going to do because you can't see, but uh, you're now eating a bowl of spaghetti. Because <laughs> I'm not starving. So what I'm going to do is uh, let's play a round of Was It Worth the Hassle? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. And then before you answer, I'll let you run down, get your laundry, come back up. So I get to think about it. Exactly. Uh-oh. So this is, again, another story that I've been waiting to tell for about – Probably two months, mm-hmm. and I was just waiting for the perfect chance. At one point, I was going to make this story a whole podcast oh, wow. of how infuriated I was mm-hmm. about what happened, mm-hmm. but then I calmed down a little bit, and then I wasn't going to tell the story, but now I'm like, fuck the TTC. Ooh. So parents, if you have children listening, there may mm-hmm. or may not be a lot of graphic language coming up. Because your parents are listening. That's true, but I'm a consenting adult. I mean, like, anyone with kids under the age of 18, if you're listening to this with your parents, just be aware I might drop some language that is not appropriate for uh, children. As I already clearly have. That's Ah. true. And look, I've already stained my shirt. (laughs) Fucking past. Ah, now I'm smudging it. This is like the worst Sunday ever. I swear to God. This is like the Boys Town Brew episode where we're all talking and then Dan spilled his beer. He's like, whoa. whoa. How did I know that would happen as you were? I'm well, sorry. It, this would make for good TV, not necessarily good <laughs> podcasting because no one can see what happened. <laughs> but, um, okay, so this goes back 
all the way back to October. Whoa. You so, held on to a story that long? So long ago that I wasn't even wearing a jacket when this went down. Like Whoa. now I'm full-blown hat, uh, winter jacket, winter gloves, all mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah. So it's like a middle of the week. I'm going to work. Go to uh, the subway station, which for us is college. Mm-hmm. Go down there uh, right in the middle of the rush hour. Pay to token go through. And I'm waiting for the sub. <laughs> Sorry. What? Never. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> what? You tell me. I just realized that although we haven't said exactly where we live in the city, yeah. our, my story from yesterday was like, Wellesley Station, oh, no. shenanigans, and you're like, college. Oh. <laughs> so, so you have an idea for... <laughs> oh. Let's keep pinpointing exactly where we live, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Fans out there, just go to any apartment between there and just start knocking on 605. <laughs> no, don't do that because I won't answer the door if I don't know you. <laughs> keep so going. I go down and I see the subway is mm-hmm. halfway through the tunnel. Like it's halfway gone. Okay. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. Uh, no announcement or anything. Like you can't get on. Doors are closed. It's like halfway through the tunnel. But I can see that it's half in college. Right. I was like, oh, God damn it. So I'm waiting five, ten minutes. No announcement. Subway hasn't moved. Eventually, I'm like, okay, maybe there's like a passenger assistance alarm mm-hmm. that was pushed, which means someone on the subway, yeah. maybe something happened to them. Okay. Finally, like 15 minutes in, they make an announcement saying, sorry, but due to mechanical issues with one of our subways, uh, there will be a delay. And I was like, crap. That sucks. Because mechanical delay means Forever. It, who knows how long it will take for them to fix a subway. Yeah. If it's a passenger assistance alarm, it means they just got to get someone off the train. Uh-huh. So I wait 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, get to a half hour. They still make the announcement, sorry, there's a delay. Right. Get to, I think I waited 35 minutes down there. Keep in mind, it takes me 25 minutes to get to work when I take the subway. Mm-hmm. So I'm now pretty much already late for work. Mm-hmm. I've waited 35 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to wait any longer because who knows how long I'll have to wait. Right. So I was like, well, I'm also not going to... Awesome. Ew. Did you just sneeze? Yeah. All over. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Falling apart, listeners. You are. Everyone <laughs> donate the, to the PayPal account so we can help pay Val's medical bills. <laughs> so, right. 35 so. minutes in, I decide that I'm going to leave the subway and then go take the streetcar to work, which will yeah. still take me a long time to get to work, but either way, I'm not going to wait any longer. Okay. But at the same time, I'm not going to pay another... Three dollars to go take the streetcar when I've already paid to take a subway that doesn't exist. Principles. Principle. Doesn't matter how much it costs. It's just I've been screwed over by the subway so many times. For sure. Different stories for different days. Okay. So what I decided to do is I walk back up the stairs, and before I leave the subway, uh, I'm like, I'll go get a transfer, and I'll mm-hmm. take the transfer to get onto the streetcar. Because, oh, wait a second. I yeah. do know this story. Yeah, you do know oh, the okay. story. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, I also didn't know this story. Oh, no, no. This oh, okay. one you know. But you can still tell me what you would have done. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Go. So, now correct me if I'm wrong, but when you leave a subway, if you want to go from a subway to a streetcar, you have to get a transfer, right? Yeah, it's so stupid. So, I'm leaving College Subway Station mm-hmm. with a transfer. So, you would think that when I would get on the streetcar that's outside of College Station, I would get on with no problem with my transfer. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even need it. If you go through the back doors, they don't even check anything, right? Uh, what was that name of our segment? Moral, moral, morals. morals. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, our short-term memory sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I go up. I'm waiting for the streetcar now. I wait like another five, ten minutes. So by now, I've been waiting forty-five minutes just just to leave my area to get to work. Okay. 
streetcar finally comes. It's really busy. I'm one mm-hmm. of the first ones on. I have my to- my uh, transfer. Right. I take my Beats by Dre headphones off because anytime I get onto a bus streetcar, I take my Beats off. Resign of respect. Yeah, just to be like, oh, can I get a transfer? Hello, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I go up. I'm very nice. I'm dressed very nicely. Mm-hmm. Nice jeans, nice shoes, mm-hmm. cashmere sweater. I look, Ooh, look you look and, the part. Look and feel like a million bucks. Obviously. It's not going to last for much longer. Get on the streetcar. Show him my to- uh, my transfer, and I say to him very politely, mm-hmm. uh, "Hi, can I get another transfer, please?" Mm-hmm. Because I have to take the streetcar to Bathurst and then go down Bathurst, which in real life people is like eight major intersections away. Yeah. And I'm I never know. I'm like, okay, do I need? Because you know, some transfers like you can only use it at College Station. Right. I thought I would need another transfer for Bathurst. Either right. way, I just wanted to be safe. Like, making already- sure. Have this transfer that shows I've paid. Mm-hmm. If I need another one, it shouldn't really matter. Yeah, you're doing due diligence. Yeah. So I say, oh, hello, can I please get a transfer? He says nothing to me. He just stares at me. Mm-hmm. Busy streetcar, people waiting to get on. Sorry, can I get another transfer, please? Mm-hmm. Just like that. Stares at me again, says nothing. I say a third time, excuse me, can I please get a transfer? Mm-hmm. Then he says, with a lot of attitude, mm-hmm. no. And as a matter of fact, I should throw you off the streetcar right now. I'm Let's, having trying to have the same expression I did when you told me this. I know. I'm not as, <laughs> if I did the podcast the day this happened, I'd be so angry. It'd be super sass. Let's pause it. I'm going to ask you, was it worth the hassle? What would you do? Mm-hmm. You go downstairs, get your laundry. We'll pause. Mm-hmm. And we'll find out what you would have done and what I did. And for the third time in this episode, we are back <laughs> once again. Yes. Your laundry is all done. Thank God. Can we just say what uh, nice piece of charity I did for you? I gave you some... Some new socks that don't fit me. Which is amazing because I hate, I hate wearing socks in general. Mm-hmm. But the fact that in the winter you're, you have to wear socks. Yeah. So I'm like, ugh. I hate bo- Like I don't think I've actually ever bought my own socks too because <laughs> I think my mom always gets me some for Christmas yeah. and stuff. But I also hate when socks have holes in them. So I just, <laughs> I just discarded some socks, mm-hmm. which is great because you replenished and what my you- bi-weekly use of socks. When you do wear socks and you're in the house, where do you put them when you're done, though? In the laundry basket like a good person. Okay, nowhere else you would put them by chance? Oh, I'd probably put them behind pillows. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Just checking. Okay, so back to the was it worth the hassle. Yeah. What would you do in my situation? I think, okay, so the former Val would probably, like, former being pushed into management Val Mm -hmm. would probably have been, like, what and get a little bit more sensitive yeah but just because i feel like this new position has made me feel like i'm defending like individuals in third world countries Mm -hmm. kind of thing for um i just don't like it when people are treated unfairly or really horribly i think i would have lost my shit and been like excuse me yeah and like freaked out and been like what the hell like the stupid system is crazy anyway, and I was like, I can't even fathom paying you three bucks to not take me anywhere on time. Yeah. So I probably would have freaked out. Okay, cool. Especially if I knew there was an audience presence. There was an audience presence because this was still rush hour. Yep. Okay, that's interesting. It's pretty much what I did. Okay. Uh, I think what just kind of well, it's just like yeah, I've been screwed over by the subway so many times. Mm-hmm. I've bought in day passes and they gave me the wrong day. Yeah. This or that, and it's just like. This guy was just being so rude to me for no reason. Mm-hmm. If I just said, can I please get a transfer? And he's like, oh, you don't need one. Or, oh, no, whatever. Mm-hmm. But instead of him ignoring me three times mm-hmm. and then saying, no, I should throw you off this bus in front of everybody. For no reason. Like I said, like I dressed nice and I was saying, yeah. please, very polite, as I always would be. For sure. And so that's when I was just like you. 
was like, are you, I kind of lost it a little bit because again, stupid injustice. Injustice. It's not just that. It's also just him being a bully to me. And there's one thing I, I hate, like grown-up bullies. Yeah. It's one thing to get bullied in elementary school and high school when you're developing and you're not sure, you know, when you're just a kid or a teenager. We but, still don't condone that either. No, of course not. Yeah. No, I, I don't want him to be a bully. I never bullied anyone. Yeah. But this guy, like, for an adult to bully another adult for no real reason. Yeah. I always just hate that, as you'll hear from my fight story next week. <laughs> yeah. Another tease for that. A big bully there for no reason. Yeah. So this guy, I was like, okay, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, no, and I should throw you off this uh, streetcar, actually. Right. And I said, excuse you. Why would you? I, yeah, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse you. <laughs> Excuse Squeeze yeah. me. <laughs> I said, excuse me? Yeah. He's like, yeah, what are you? He's like, yeah, I should throw you off right now. This isn't valid. What are you trying to do here? Like mm-hmm. saying my ticket wasn't valid. Yeah. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're supposed to get your transfer from the start of your journey. Mm-hmm. I said, well, actually, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. He's like, what are you, an idiot? Would you just go ro- walk right down the stairs and come right back up? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, again, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, why would you do that? Just like being like really... Like- yeah. Really mean, like, condescending. condescending and giving me all this attitude. Yeah. And I was like, well, because I went down there and there was a 35 minute delay for your subways and <laughs> you've already made me late for work. Yeah. So I decided to come back up and try to take the streetcar. And he's like, oh, well, I didn't know that. So I said, as I'm walking away with everyone watching me, so I guess there's no reason for you to be an asshole then. Ooh. And like you said, like I said, you know me, I don't usually get this heated or upset and again my tone isn't doing mm-hmm. it justice right now but i was just like he's making me look like an idiot in front of all these people yeah when there's no real reason he could have just said oh you know your transfer is not good here and i would be like i only bought it here because for sure the delays instead he had to try and like show me up and be a jerk to me and bully right. me around either way i rode the subway mm-hmm. to bath or spadine or bathurst and i just walked from there because i was so angry but i think so, is that the end of this? No, I was just going to say, and since then, I've boycotted the subway. Yeah. And I, I'll i take the subway if I'm with groups of people, because I wouldn't do that to other people. If right. The three, you know, if you, me, Sean, were going out to a mm-hmm. bar last night, we want to take the subway, sure. Mm-hmm. But since then, this was October, I've only taken the uh, bus, streetcar, yeah. or subway twice. I love how you said months. you would enforce other people, nope. like a vegan or a vegetarian. Oh, I know. It's like, <laughs> like you can't eat, I can't eat meat because you don't like meat? Yeah. I'm not going to not ride the subway and force my principles on you guys when this didn't happen to you. Mm-hmm. But if I, either way, I haven't ridden the subway really in two months. Right. Saved a lot of money, got some exercise, mm-hmm. and fuck the TTC. And anyone who knows Breaking Bad, season five, uh, the streetcar driver looked like, fuck, what was his name? It was like, you know, when um, Heisenberg was like, uh, after he killed, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. Gus. Mm-hmm. And he went up to that, that new guy. And he's like, say my name. Oh, yeah. And he's like, the guy's like, Heisenberg? Like, mm-hmm. You're goddamn right. He looked like that guy. He was like, okay. Either way, he looked like that guy. <laughs> I'll find a picture and post that. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't taken the subway since then, really. Yeah. Two months. I'm going to walk as much as I can because I was so yeah. angry just how like disrespectful this guy was no, to me for no fair. reason. Well, like even like, um, what you want to call it? I feel like I have a good hand on large cities, transportation systems. Yeah. I've been to a lot of cities, major metropolitan cities in Europe. I've gone on like the tube, the metro. I've gone mm-hmm. to Rome, Florence, Austria, um, what you want to call it? So like Vienna, Salzburg. I've been to a lot of different um, transportation systems or on a lot of transportation systems in the States, mm-hmm. in like DC, Chicago, uh, New York, etc. And 
I just genuinely feel that the TTC in Toronto sucks for the amount of money we pay, for the amount of delays, for the inconsistency in travel times. Like, <laughs> it just, it, it blows my friggin' mind that cities in ruins, right? Yeah. <laughs> Built better transportation systems than our 1980s poor architecture city. For sure. So. Do you remember the time we got into a, not an argument, but a heated discussion uh -huh. with someone who was trying to tell us that the TTC was amazing because 20 years ago he wrote yeah, it? Yeah. I was like, like 20 years where ago, were sure. we? <laughs> Jen, my sister's in a uh, barbecue engagement party or whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was like crazy. That's like saying, okay, so I don't even know what to compare it to. Like, this guy's just like, oh, I rode the TTC 20 years ago. It was amazing. So he thought it was still good. Mm -hmm. And we're like, no, we ride it every day right now and we're like it's off I was like no 20 years ago it was fantastic and i was like well i get that in pleasantville when nothing yeah. existed and there was two stops a and b right you were fine right but even like um what you call oh my god that stresses me out yeah, still I that know. conversation um what you can call it it's like even in january for me to go to work because mm -hmm. i'm straight on one of the lines mm -hmm. and it's only like seven stops away they're going to stop the subway from like like two one stop before my stop but yeah. there's a fair bit of distance yeah, and lots. i go to work in the morning and it's still pretty dark yeah. when i leave in the morning and so i was like f me why the hell are you doing this much construction for two months in the winter, Yeah. right? And it's just whatever. I hate the TTC. I cannot even believe we've paid $3 to try to go on this. And they're idiot. raising it up in the new year. I know. And they're doing a two-year project now where when I go to work, I take the subway and the streetcar. Yeah. Streetcar hasn't been working for a year. It's not going to work for another year because they're doing some project. So I basically have to walk from Union every day unless I want to wait outside in the freezing cold for a bus. That doesn't come. So either way... Fuck you, TTC. Suck it. I hate you. I'm going to keep – I keep tweeting them saying how much I hate them and I want yeah. an apology for the way I got treated. So fuck you. Yeah. And I apologize for all the swearing. Do you hear – sorry, just along the same lines because yeah. we are just talking about transportation systems. Did you hear the latest thing that they're going to do? This is my other problem with the TTC and people in general. Mm -hmm. We do not take – and okay, so remember when I did the urban planning thing on the TTC? Yes. Can I – do you still have this picture? Yeah. We should post this as well okay. if, if possible. So, so here's where I'm like I, – I know I'm not a revolutionary thinker, but I, I think like to are. think – thank you. <laughs> I like to think that at my age, and this was me two – one to two years ago, mm -hmm. came up with – and, and plotted urban plan the entire transportation system. So right now in Toronto, we have a go train, we have the streetcar system, we have the subway system, and we have bus routes. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is a big waste of time and a big waste of money. So I was like, here, let's figure out a way to devise a track system that utilizes all of these modes of transportation so one person can just use one friggin' top-up card like yep. they do in every other large city yep. and get the hell where they want to go. Because it's ridiculous that uh, potentially to go visit my brother Carl, we might have to take like three modes of transportation mm. to go visit him, yep. right? So either way, uh, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is my... Point of my story. So I was like, Toronto should introduce the top-up card, which we finally kind of have with the Presto card, which yeah. is retarded. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, okay, nobody's going to remember when like tourists come to Toronto. They're never going to be like, I need to go to High Park or yeah. I need to go to whatever, right? 
And I'm like, we kind of on our new posters for the TTC, there's different colors for the different lines. So yeah. it's like, um, if you're going, uh, young, young you know, university, it's yellow, yeah. right. Et cetera. But the vernacular isn't calling it that, mm -hmm. but now the new system that is, they want to start doing the color lines like they do in like Washington, Chicago, yeah. in England and in, or in London and in Paris. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't understand why we always take like 10 step backwards. If we just use large metropolis cities that have like actual working transit system as like a testament to good transport, we yeah. would be so much farther ahead and not waste all this idiot money. Yeah. No, it just I, frustrates me. It's like, why wouldn't you take a friggin' chapter out of a like a like a proven system? That's true. Well, that, that's my rant, people. Oh, it's a good rant. Uh, I was gonna say. I was trying to think. Have you ever ridden the OC Transpo of Ottawa fame? Only because you've taken me on it once. Mm-hmm. They're okay, although I didn't really like them either. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, my favorite transportation system ever was in um, Vienna, okay. and it was only because it felt like. Remember, like Thomas the Tank Engine. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the cargo wooden uh, train? I don't remember uh, what his name is. No, I don't remember who but that was. That's how it felt like. It was like this rickety old ass wooden train <laughs> that would like take you as a streetcar. And then in Rome, when we go to Europe next year, yes, um, I'll, we'll obviously go to Rome at some point. Their transportation system is so simple because it's like just a solid plus sign almost. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, where do you want to go? The Colosseum. <laughs> and there's like a picture of the Colosseum. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, it's so simple. Yeah, the Chicago one's pretty simple too. And I like it at every stop. They have like a nice voiceover person come on. that comes on and she's just like, mm -hmm. please do not litter on the subway oh, as it yeah. affects our city. Or it's like, please keep your noise to a minimum as it affects our other <laughs> riders. And theirs is really easy to follow. and. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like even like I love living in London because it was like I feel like this is TTC again. Yeah. Tried to steal it, but came up short. Stole the mine, the gap kind of oh, thing. Oh yeah. So yeah. Well, either way, that was somehow was it worth the hassle? Okay, let's tell because we're running. This is gonna be one of the longer ones this season, which is good. We had lots to talk about. Yeah. I'm not going to get to everything on my list this week. Maybe we'll save it for season three, but I definitely want to talk about you had a school story. Oh, I just ugh, yeah. Did you want to tell, or do you, do you want to talk about something else? I just do the short end of the stick. Sure. So I think this week, and this is probably culminated into like me not feeling well today. Yeah. Um, so it's been really busy with school, and so yay, my final exam is actually next Wednesday. Thank God, because I hate this class. Okay. Um, and it's weird because a class that I actually don't care about is the class I feel like I'm doing the worst in. Yeah. Um, which actually might make a lot of sense because I might be just self-sabotaging myself now Maybe. that I think about it. I think you're doing well in it. Um, I'm doing well, but I'm not doing well by Val standards. You're doing like amazing by John standards. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, so we had to do, and if people out there, if you're listening and you're in school still, I don't know how you feel, but I hate group projects. Yeah. And so... One of the things is I always end up feeling like I ringlead a group into doing stuff. And so the difference is the dichotomy in my group currently is that there's th three indiv two individuals who work full time. Yeah. Right. One dude who's unemployed, <laughs> one chick, two people who are full time students. Okay. So it's a little bit different. And then we also had a different person who came into the group and was like, oh, I don't want to do anything. Right. Blah, 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 blah. And then she freaked out and left the group. Mm. So our group has had like a little bit of um, 
what you call it, just issues from the get-go. So either way, we had this group project due, and we kind of saw it through, and I definitely, there's one guy in my team who was like the power leader kind of mm. guy who was like really angry all the time and just <laughs> would try and steer it, and I would be the person to like wheel it back in just to get it done and to get it done properly. So okay. um, we were a good balance to each other. Um, having said that, I've been so busy with work, I finished um, what you call it. So the su- the Saturday that we went to Ferris's house party, yeah. I finished that huge presentation, um, paper portion. I sent it as an attachment to the entire group yeah. and was like, "Hey, group, here's the final document for Sunday for this other person to pick up and just do the bibliography and the reference notes." Mm-hmm. I gave it to them. Everyone wrote back, "Thanks, Val. That's great." Totally handed it ahead of time. We should have been done this project by Tuesday. Yeah. I get to class Thursday. We're sitting in class to actually physically hand off a tangible copy of the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, so the girl who was supposed to physically hand it in was one of the undergrad students. So somebody who didn't work full time, whatever. We're waiting. My class is like 6 o'clock, 6.30, 7 o'clock. And the teacher's like, hey, to my group. He's like, oh, are you going to hand in your paper? And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, yeah, totally. I'm like, we were done on, like, Tuesday. It's fine. <laughs> right? And so 7.30, and I'm like, where the hell is she? So um, one of the dudes in my group runs outside, and he tries to call her, doesn't answer. I go outside, and I text her. I'm like, where the hell are you? Because she actually is, like, pretty chill with me. Yeah. And she's like, oh, she's like, I emailed you guys. I'm not coming in. Who the hell emails 20 minutes before a class, yeah. if, if the goal is for you to hand in this paper. Christ. So I'm like, I cannot even believe I'm going to lose like like a decent grade on this paper that I've worked my ass off for mm-hmm. this week and like for the past few. So either way, so she didn't come in. She didn't hand in the paper. But then worse comes to worse, instead of using my attachment of the final document to compile her final bibliography and reference yeah. notes, she used the rough copy of a Google Doc. Jesus. And I like almost lost my shit because I was like, I don't understand. And this is how I treat work emails as well. In the subject line, I always write like the sub subject and then a big thing like, is it a Vimeo link? And I'll put that in capital letters or approved yeah. just so like people can read different chunks quicker. So it's like all I did was final document in the subject line of the thing wrote the body, be like, this is when you need to hand it in. And it's like super short and to the point. Like there's no opportunity to like screw this up. Mm-hmm. Screws it up, we lose 10% automatically. Wow. I am like, holy fuck, I can't deal with this shit. Yeah. So either way, so just by sheer ignorance, we lost 10%. I handed in. So I had to go back and do her part because it was like she's never gone to school a day in her life, Yeah, which is a bigger rant that I have about the school system that this many people make it to university. Save and, that for another day. Yeah, and can't actually do references or a bibliography. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, either way. So now I have my final. And then another paper, which I thought would leverage out some of these other idiot grades that I've been getting. Um, like a, a TA marked my paper and it was a self-assessment on myself. Yeah. So either way, she wrote great overall paper, Val, but then I got a B. So I got a yeah. B on my own life, which well, is you... kind of the most demoralizing thing. Well, <laughs> like, considering you're a creative manager by under 30, yeah, I, and you're dating this cool rock star, <laughs> I'd say you're doing all right in your, your, with yourself. I guess. It's just the irate TAs of the world don't feel like my life is worthy of an A. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah that, that's ridiculous. But the good news is 
last class this week's so your exam, then you're donezo. Donezo, and I'm probably I'll go back in like the summer mm -hmm. if anything. Well, yeah, that's a silly story, but I'm still proud of you for being able to do mm -hmm. all your work and school and podcasting and seeing <laughs> everybody and bride uh, made of bridesmaids. Yeah. Whatever. I always forget. I never know if it's the bride. The bridesmaid. The bridesmaid or the maid of honor. You're the bridesmaid. I'm the bridesmaid. Yeah. So uh, Lillian's sister is the maid of okay, honor. Okay, makes sense. Well, we should probably wrap this up, but before we do, I just wanted to just give a shout out to one of our friends real quick. So oddly enough, uh, Felissa Maris, good friend <laughs> Ferris, mm -hmm. uh, like four years ago, mm -hmm. back when her and I used to sit next to each other at work, mm -hmm. way back in the day, there was a rumor that Anchorman 2 was going to come out. And Whoa. she knew how much I love Anchorman. I knew how much she loved Anchorman. Mm -hmm. And she does work with Paramount because her mm -hmm. dad works for them and everything. And uh, so we've been really fortunate over the years. She gets us into a lot of screenings. Mm -hmm. So we get to see the like, movies uh, before, they, before they premiere. You've gotten to go to some TIFF movies. You got mm -hmm. to work TIFF with her. Mm -hmm. She's really awesome that way. And she's taking us to a lot of great movies. Mm -hmm. I told her like five years ago when I heard this rumor about Anchorman 2. Mm -hmm. I was like... I don't care about any movie, and I'll never ask you to get me into a movie. Mm -hmm. If you take me to one, great. But just to let you know now, if Anchorman 2 does <laughs> ever come out on Paramount, and they do do an early screening in Toronto, you have to take me. It's the <laughs> one movie I need you to take me to. And she's yeah. like, of course. Fast forward four years later. Whoa, you played that card. Anchorman 2 <laughs> does come out. It's mm -hmm. coming out on Christmas Day. And uh, she emailed me at work a couple weeks ago being like, what are you doing Thursday night? Mm -hmm. I said, nothing. She's like, you want to come see Anchorman 2 with me? Well, would you ever? Would I? <laughs> yeah. So I got to go see it. It was me, Ferris, and Maddie. Right. And the three of us went to go see Anchorman 2. Nice. And so shout out to her for letting me come with her. Did you like it? I did. So here's the thing about Anchorman 2. Uh, I liked the movie a lot. Mm -hmm. I loved the first one more, obviously. Okay. I knew... It would never. I knew the second one wouldn't be as good as the first one. Okay. Just because it's been so much time in between, I've built it up so much. I just love the first movie so much. Right. What I appreciate about the second movie is unlike The Hangover Two, where The Hangover Two is just like The Hangover One, but in Thailand. Mm -hmm. Hangover Two is all the exact same jokes. Anchorman Two pretty much was all completely new jokes, new concepts. Like they didn't really steal any of the stuff from the first movie good the only thing that they did do which i'm glad they did was they brought back like another crazy fight scene with other news anchors yeah which i was like i hope they do this because it was so legendary in the yeah first one. and it was awesome this time they brought back a lot more like there's a lot of huge cameos okay i'm not gonna give any of them away but especially in that fight scene there's a lot of cool cameos of people i'm so stoked okay mm. So it was good. There's a couple of la couple of jokes that made me laugh a lot some jokes didn't quite work but overall i'd give it probably like I'll give it like a 7.5 out of nice. 10. Where I give Anchorman a 10 out of 10. Like that's my favorite comedy of all time. I also think it's really cool. Like all the publicity that Will Ferrell is doing. Yeah. Kind of like that kind of stunting is really funny. For yeah. The he, film. he went to like Winnipeg to go host a curling uh, tournament. Totally. He just seems like a genuinely nice guy as well. Yeah. So I like to see that he does well. Mm -hmm. And Anchorman was like a huge part of my life 10 years ago because I watched it so much. And, and it kind of, you know, influenced some of like my comedy writing or podcast, <laughs> whatever it is, you yeah. know. So thanks to Ferris for that. Yes. And I don't know. Should we end this thing? Uh... Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. Did you have any more to consult the list? Consult the list. We did DA, Eugene's Tribute, Millionaire, Christmas Party. I had my work Christmas party this week. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. We all partied and then went out and played pool. 
Okay. That was good. I wasn't too hungover the next day for work. Broken wire teeth. I was eating tacos and I broke a wire behind my teeth. So now I have to go to the dentist tomorrow and get tomorrow that fixed. Tomorrow at 8.30. 8.30. Oh, Did Was It Worth the Hassle. Yeah. We talked about being rock stars at Ferris's party. Right. Talked about Anchorman 2. The only last thing here is do you want to briefly talk about our Saturday night like two weeks ago with Sean when we were like – Oh, yeah. Okay. Just like unexpected fun nights. Unexpected fun nights are the best nights ever kind mm. of thing. And I feel like we always have like a few of them. But you know what's just weird though? I feel like when we're not as busy, we – for whatever reason, don't party as hard on the weekends. But when we're really busy, <laughs> yeah. we're like, let's keep going out For sure. kind of thing. And so this is, again, another weekend where we could have stayed home because yeah. we were really busy. Yet I don't even know how it started. It was like a bunch of my peeps from work yeah. right, said that they were going to go um, to, to the, the ballroom, ballroom. Um, which is like a bowling alley dance club just yeah. for like dance shenanigans uh-huh. and so i was like sweet and the cool thing about our groups are all of our groups of friends know each other now and they all get along which is amazing yeah and so i was like okay let's do this so sean came over yeah the three of us were gonna hang out first uh watch the hockey games have a couple drinks mm-hmm. and then maybe get a bite to eat and then go meet everybody at the club right so we ended up staying here to like, okay, so if everyone was going to the club for 11, yeah. we ended up staying here and still didn't eat dinner. Yeah. And it was like 1030 yeah. by the time we got our shit together. We drank everything. Everything. that we, There's a lot of leftover beer from Halloween. So we drank all of so, that, plus oh my, Sean brought some. Sean brought some, yeah. And so we drank all of that. And then you even bought like a bottle of wine for me and I drank yeah. like half of that. And it was just like fun. We were going back between the Montreal game, the Ottawa game. We were mm-hmm. listening to music. Yeah, we jammed for a bit. Jammed for a bit. You just finished like a project you were working yeah. on. <laughs> so you were kind of like ready to unwind a bit. Totally. And it was just like a lot of fun. So, so the whole time I'm like okay guys and like i kind of let it on friday i was like yeah i'm really busy with like um schoolwork stuff i don't think i'm gonna come out john and i won't Mm -hmm. this weekend but then uh saturday i texted my friend kate from i don't know if she was on podcast fame i feel like we've spoken about her well i talked about her you wouldn't let me text her about the harry potter oh yeah and oh i'm gonna plug style collective Mm -hmm. guys check out my friend kate's youtube channel for our work it's called the style collective it's super amazing she works her ass off on it and i shot some of the stuff so plug for me too um, and she just became Facebook friends with Ottawa Senators defenseman Mark Mathot. So let's get Mark Mathot and Kate on the podcast. <laughs> so anyways, I texted Kate at about like 7. I'm like, where are you going? She's like, ballroom. She's mm-hmm. like, I hope you guys are coming. I'm like, yeah. yeah. What time are you guys going? And she's like, 11. And I'm yeah. like, okay, score. So then we're like, we're coming. We'll meet you there. Yeah. Right? And so we go out at 10.30 to go down to the area in Toronto where the ballroom is. Like right across the street, there's a, a pub, and we're like, we got to get some food first. Yeah. And it's like right across the street. It's a t- two-second totally. walk. Totally. So. Which was a definite choice of where, what dictated yeah. where to go. Exactly. We went to this one restaurant because it was right across the street from where everyone else was going to yeah. meet up. So we wouldn't have to commute twice. Yeah. So we ended up going down there. We ended up... Okay. So this is the other problem. <laughs> we got to the restaurant. Apparently... 
one of our other friends <laughs> who was going to the ballroom yeah. was also in the pub, yeah. right? But we didn't see them either. Wasn't he by himself? He was by himself talking to an Irishman, yeah. right? So, like, we didn't see him. Mm-hmm. So then we all, we sat down, we got a pitcher, yeah. and then we just kept drinking, drinking and, and eating, eating. Yeah. till like, 12.30 yeah. or so, and we're like, yeah! Oh, we gotta go. <laughs> we have to go. So then we end up, like, paying our bill, we end up leaving, did not see anyone. No. So we go into wait into this line, and okay, I think we've also surpassed the age where we're like, oh my god, we wait in line for yeah. things. Like unless it's like a place we really want to go to. Did but, we've been fortunate? We know a lot of like we have a lot of DJ friends who can get us line bypass yeah. too. And it's just like I don't really want to wait in the cold in the winter for twenty minutes to get into a club. Yeah, and I could just. Well, it's also like it was so cold. It was possibly freeze. the coldest day like Toronto so has far, had so yeah. far. Um, and we were all dressed appropriately, still so cold, Yeah. right? So we're in line with what could be like freaking 19 year old frosh week kids from like just starting university. And I was like, I'm too old for this. Right. And we were freezing. We're texting Kate and our other friends like profusely being like, are you inside? Where are you? Kind of thing. This line wasn't even moving at all. It wasn't moving at all. It was wrapped around the building. And then like another Irish Big dude oh, yeah. just ended up being like friends with us yeah. in line. Like, oh my god! Right? I'm like, he's gonna eat us. He <laughs> thinks we're like haggis or something, <laughs> or Scottish, I guess. <laughs> um. So anyway, so then we finally like wrap the corner, get at the front of like not the front of the line, but yeah, we're pretty close to close. the door. And then I finally hear back from my friend Rocky, mm-hmm. and I was like, she's like, yeah, we're inside. I was like, okay. I was like, how long? Like, I don't even know how the questioning went. I was yeah. like. We're, yeah, I was like, well, we've been in line forever. And she's basically like, really? There's no line at Croc Rock. Yeah. And I was like, what? Croc Rock, we're at the ballroom. We're at the ballroom. She's like, why are you there? I'm like, you, you, told us. you told us to go there. And so I was like, you know, it's like the point where you're losing your buzz. Yeah. We're in the cold. I was like, Croc Rock, while it isn't far away, I was like, F this, principles. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was like, we're not going. Yeah. Right? But I was like, I still want to hang out. And yeah. so we're like, okay, well, where do they? Where can we go that serves like drinks yeah. that's back up in our area? Because what is it now, like 1 in the morning or something? Yeah, one, it's like one fifteen or yeah. something. Because if we go to Croc Walk, Walk, Quack Walk, Quack Walk, they're going to stop serving booze um, in like 20 minutes. Yeah. Right? So we're like, F this. Right, and we're most likely just they're gonna be like super annihilated and, and like sweaty dancing kind of thing. So I was like, okay, let's haul ass back up to our area and go to Seven West, which is a twenty-four hour lounge, mm-hmm. which serves some booze and something. But now I'm like, I want a hot chocolate. Yeah. Right? So we ended up going all the way back up <laughs> to like our area, like a little north of our area. Mm-hmm. Went to Seven West for whatever fucking reason. In there, the heating wasn't so working, so it too. was so cold. And so we ended up like just shooting the shit in there till like three, yeah, I, I guess. think. Yeah, I think so. And so we didn't get home that day, and we walked home <laughs> yeah. from there, which is so weird. Sean gave me his hat because he had like his big Canada Goose jacket. With yeah, I didn't have a, a, a jack or a hat or anything. Which is crazy. So we waited for Sean to get on the vomit comet to go home, <laughs> and then we walked home, and I think it was like. Four o'clock by the time yeah. we went to bed. I was like, what the fuck like, was we, up with this game? We didn't even do anything. We didn't do anything, but we've actually seen the entire city for some reason. But and, like, it, was, it still, was so much fun. It was just fun. Like, even though we didn't necessarily meet up with everyone that we were supposed to and go dancing, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just one of those nights where just random stuff started happening. And it was all fun. Like, even waiting in line at the ballroom. It was hilarious. After the fact, was, like, fun and hilarious. Totally. And, 
So it's just like those unexpected nights where you're like, oh, this is actually a lot of fun, even though like mm-hmm. not a whole lot kind of happened. But it was amazing though, because even like when we got when I got to work on Monday, both like Rocky and Kate were like, oh my god, we're so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, honestly, I'm like, we had a blast. Yeah. I'm like, it would be worse if we like weren't having so much fun kind mm-hmm. of thing and i was like it's just hilarious and then when we realized that our other friend um alba yeah. was in the um pub where we were having dinner we're yeah. like what the fuck what? <laughs> right like why is this day so weird so we're like okay guys we have to plan this better <laughs> next time yeah. but um yeah so hopefully the next one is just a house party so we'll all well, be in the same location your birthday is in a couple weeks so it probably will be then yeah well, I think that's probably a good place to end this one. Mm-hmm. This, I have a feeling, is definitely going to be the longest one we've done yet. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun, though. I think we covered a lot of topics. We yeah. played some fun games. We got to talk to my dad on the phone. We texted some people. <laughs> this went over two days and, like, three breaks. Oddly uh, <laughs> enough, I'm hungry again. Well, should we maybe do Pie Tom's tonight or something? Maybe. Okay, well, I want to thank, again, the award, win- the award winner, Val. Oh. As it's been a while since we've done one. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think that this is season three, episode 11. And there's only one more left before they take a bit of a break. Yep. Probably, I'll probably, if this one comes out uh, next week, we'll probably be back when the new year starts. So we'll take like two, three weeks off, do the Christmas holiday stuff, celebrate mm-hmm. New Year's, get some stories, and come right back and do some more episodes. Done. Okay, so thank you. And uh, I guess I'll have you back next week. We're going to be doing Best of 2013. Wicked. Talk about best music, best movies, best TV show, best podcast. Wicked. So I'm excited for that one. And you guys email me or tweet me your favorites of the year. Music, movies, whatever it is. Nice. And as always, if you make it this far into the podcast, i like to reward you with my Band of the Week. Band of the Week, as I said at the start of the podcast, is D.A. of Chester French fame. So... I already did my whole spiel about him and why he's awesome and why you guys should check him out. But uh, I'm just going to pretty much play the song. And I'm going to go with his new solo song called Glowing, which, again, you can check it out on YouTube. He has a music video directed by Tyler, the creator. It's really cool. It's definitely a little bit different from Chester French. But I think you guys will like it. I'm loving it. I'm really excited for the new album. So this is Glowing. Give it a listen and uh, let me know what you guys think. Of course, many different ways to get in contact with me. Main one is like me on Facebook, facebook.com slash live605. From there, you'll see everything else. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Malencamp. Find me on Instagram. I'm at Malencamp as well. Get me on Vine, Malencamp as well. So it's nice and easy. And go to YouTube, search live605, and you can see some of our commercials and sketches and videos and other episodes there as well and www.live605.podomatic.com and hit the PayPal button, support the podcast, and we'll keep this going in the new year. There's only one episode left. I'm excited for the finale. I'm your podcaster, John. Be easy.
Your clothes may be torn, but I'll keep you warm and shade your eyes from the firestorm. So if you trust me, hold me close and we'll turn the sculptures. Still be glowing.